What's up, blowers? Did you? How was the haircut? Did you just get back? Mm-hmm. Nice. How was it? It was good. Did you get screwed? Did you get like? Come on, did you get the conniption cut or something? Let's see that look, man. Let's see this this new revolutionary haircut that's gonna change everything for Mike. It's gonna change how women see him. Oh, he's ready to ready to ready to run for conservative for uh, the house of, house of something. I don't know. He's ready. Look at him. He's ready to do some accounting or, or come to someone's house and tell them about the word of the Latter Day Saints. Hi, I'm Michael Blower. I'd love to speak to you about the Lord. <laughs> How ridiculous. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the IO panel. It's episode 98, recorded on Sunday, March 18th, 2018. I'm Michael, along with our two co-hosts, Evan. I was going to say Evan and Neil. Evan Evan and James. I deserve double credit. 70s band, Evan and Neil. Isn't that like Captain Antoniel or something? Yeah, that's right, Captain yeah. Antoniel. I'll be uh, I'll be a uh, folk metalcore. I'm the captain today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So how you guys doing? <clears throat> good. 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 A little a little bit sore, but uh, Evan, you're you're feel... sounding a little hoarse. A little uh n- nay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, a little bit hoarse, yeah. Significantly I get it. better than yesterday though. Really? Yeah. I was <clears throat> screaming a lot on Friday night at a concert in Atlanta, Georgia. Six and a half hours away from your mm-hmm. beautiful home. Yeah. In I mean, Missi- Mississippi. No, in, in wherever you live. How dare you? Ha! Just for that, on April 28th, when you guys come down here, or April 26th, I'm going to give you a fucking address in Mississippi. And uh, go to the concert all by myself. Uh-huh. All right. Don't insult me like that. I already have your address, Evan. Don't worry. All right. Then I'll move. Then I'll move. Yeah. <laughs> He's all bluster, folks. <laughs> I mean, you say like six and a half hours away. Yeah, it's not around the corner, but it's not too bad. It's like saying, I want to go see a concert in upstate New York. Yep, exactly. Going to Woodstock. Okay, there you go. And how much did this ticket cost? So, I have a few answers to that. Oh, here we go. I spent $70 on tickets. Um, When I went to buy tickets originally, they were sold out. So I bought an e-ticket from someone in the Facebook group on the concert. But I got to having my doubts that it was actually legitimate. So the day before the concert, I checked back, and there were some on Ticketmaster. So I bought a second ticket that I knew was official. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and the first one, they let me in with the first one, so I guess it was fine. But I, I wanted to have a backup just in case because I wasn't going to, you know, go all the way down there and get turned away, you know, at the last second. Right. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. You pay for the uh, meet and greet? I would have if there was one. Oh. They they never do... Um, the headliner, the band I wanted to see most was Architects, and they seem to never do meet and greets on their U.S. tours. I don't know why. They would they would uh, do very well. A lot of mm-hmm. people over here love them, but they just don't seem to do it. Hmm. Oh, well. Had a good time, though? Fuck yeah. And just so everyone knows, what kind of what kind of band is Architects? Although I'm sure we've talked about it before. Right. Well, they're the non-folk metalcore band. <clears throat> so they're just they're just metalcore, yeah. Metalcore, correct. So if I go to Tower Records, wait, mm-hmm. and <laughs> yeah, Let's go back to 1996 and go through the 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 uh, different categories. That's a category. It is a category. You'd be better off starting with the C's for core and then the subcategories of core. There's nerd core, there's math core, there's metal core, there's uh, death core. Are you serious? Yes. Huh. How how odd. But okay. Cool. You're like, is it music? Is it yes. rock and or roll? Right. You're whatever, thinking, ha- whatever happened to rock and or roll? I mean, you're come thinking on. too broadly. So what is what is core? There's no way to explain it. You just have to experience it. You have to feel it. <laughs> you feel it in your core. That's where you that's do what happens. <laughs> that's exactly right. Every every like hour at a concert is like a solid ab workout. You're not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, well, I'm confused, but that's fine. <laughs> well, if you want to be not confused, you can um, be adventurous and come up to the front barrier with me at the uh, concert that you guys are coming down for. That will mean you you'll have to stand for about six hours. Not six hours, like three and a half. I did it last time. Yeah. What does where you stand have to do with experiencing the music? The the beginning of that question makes me know you are fully inexperienced, my friend. So you can be against the barrier up close to the stage. And you have a relatively stable position to enjoy the show. If you are, say, 10 feet back... That's generally where the pit will form, and you are in grave danger of not enjoying the show. If you're further back towards the sound booth, the show will sound great, but um, you won't necessarily feel involved. And if you're in the balcony, you might as well just have gone to see a movie. Uh Uh-huh. So I should go to the balcony. Yeah, you should. (laughs) Ha! You should, Mike. Uh-huh. You're right. a balcony person. Oh, I know. I know, Evan. I'm going to sell your ticket. Damn. 
But we got such Prevo seats. Wait. <laughs> Mike's like, mm, I don't care. Yeah. yeah. He cares about it as much as you care about, as much as you guys are willing to play any Let's Play with me <laughs> of the same game together. <laughs> yes. Well, we talked about playing Payday, and I downloaded and installed it, and then we never discussed it again. I think we all played it single player and found it was not very fun. I have uh, never played it in my life. Okay, I did. So. I mean, I, so Payday is. I not mean, a we good talked about it recently, game. Evan. It's it's not a good single player game. It shouldn't be played single player at all. I, not from playing it with my with with the people in the Star Citizen org. I've I've learned that it's not a game you play single player. You must play it with people you know, or you have to be passionate about robbing people and shooting cops, which I am not. But I am passionate about the multiplayer aspect of the game. It's fucking phenomenal. Like, the teamwork and strategy that you have to deploy to make that game work is makes it fun. And now that I have it for VR... VR? We can play it. Um, we can do it. Hmm. Well, sounds interesting, actually. I wouldn't mind giving it a go at some point. So, now that we've talked... About nothing for like fucking twenty minutes. <clears throat> uh, like Welcome to minutes. the IO panel. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, we're talking about Evans. How was how was Evans' up. day yeah. or days or whatever? What have you? What's new in your world? No. No. What, what, so, what, who are we going to see, Evan? Are we seeing the architects when down we come here? Down? Yeah. No. All the, I mean, you, James, you would have loved to be at the show in Atlanta. We talked. If, no, but what, didn't we? Oh no, it was the one that just passed. Parkway Drive. Yeah. Right? So we're, I was going to, going to come up to Baltimore for yeah. this show. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. But that didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, and you guys are going to see Parkway Drive when you come down here. Okay. And actually, the band that's opening for them, opening for Parkway Drive, was at uh, this concert in Atlanta. So I got a preview, and they put on a hell of a show. Are they good mm. or? Yeah. Nice. Stick to your guns. Did we hear them before? Nope. I don't think so. I've never seen them before. Maybe I like put up a video or something. But this is the sound, first time I've ever seen them. Sound really familiar. Okay. Well, good. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I am excited. Um. Hmm. Yeah, that'll be good. I'm reading the Wikipedia page about metalcore now, so I'm going to read. I'm going to br- familiarize myself with this. I don't more. know why. I don't You're know welcome. Why. You're welcome, Mike. I mean, I don't know why. I, That's what he I, does. I, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why you're reading about it. He loves Wikipedia. He loves going down. Yeah, you holes. know, it's not because he cares about metalcore or wants to learn about it. He just likes to fill his brain with useful, useless information. That's the only reason. Just I can't. I can't time. read about what we're gonna go experience. If you said Michael, go learn how to program, he'd be like, "Nah." He say, "Read about this obscure painting technique." He's like, "Yeah, absolutely." <laughs> James, the only person here who wants to program is you, and you refuse to learn. So, yeah, I have. I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to vicariously get you guys to do the work for me. This is how this works. Uh-huh. Okay. You guys are supposed uh, so to do the work for me. I think Mike and I figured that out many years ago yeah. and just never told you. So we just <laughs> was like, go with it. Yeah, that's a great idea, James. And we'll go off and do our own thing. Everybody knows that about me. I'm horrible. <laughs> I'm like, can you do this? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. 
So, James, how was your week? Um, My week was fine, man. No darts this weekend, as you know. So it was a chill weekend, man. Chill week. I was did some like prep stuff. I have a friend over this weekend, so I cleaned the apartment and hung my paintings and uh, spent too much money on scotch. What kind of scotch? Um, a favorite of yours, or did you try something new? I, I bought a favorite, and I bought this here. Oh, I thought I saw that. Japanese? Yeah. Hibiki. Hibiki. Isn't that uh, Bill Murray's favorite? Uh, I think his favorite is uh, Yamasaki. Oh, I, I, but it might be this. I don't know. But this is very good. This is very good. It's super smooth. Very nice. Um, Sunatori whiskey. Uh, Habiki Sunatori whiskey. Japanese harmony is the style or the, the thing or whatever. And one of the guys I play Star Citizen with recommended this to me. He had to buy this. <laughs> it cost him $200 to buy this. And it cost me like 40 bucks. And I don't know. He had to order it online and all this kind of stuff because he couldn't buy it in North Carolina where he's from or for some reason. Um, but, yeah, man, it's really They don't nice. sell it in Iowa or wherever part yeah, of Podunk he's from. the bottle yeah. is nice, man. It's a dry state. <laughs> Something about that. Yeah. There are a bunch of dry states out there. Look at that. It has this. That's a acid. Acid etched glass? Yeah. The, gla- the, the bottle is amazing. It's just a quality, like, very solid, like... Hear that? It's such a nice bottle. I, I, I'm just uh, totally enamored by this bottle, and the 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 cork obviously is like, it's not like normally you find like gla- like whatever. This is a solid piece of glass. That's so cool. I think I think that's very cool. You display those on your on top I of do. your cabinets, right? I, I do. I keep well, I keep the boxes, but this one I'll keep the bottle, and maybe I'll even put um something else in it i don't know i just like the way this bottle looks it looks great if it didn't have any labels on it you'd think you're like a multi-millionaire uh, businessman offering someone a drink at 11 a.m well in no a, you know what meeting. yeah so that's why i like <laughs> this i have a crystal um a decanter. whiskey decanter that uh someone bought me that i don't use this reminds me a lot of that like it's of that quality you know it's very heavy very solid it's not scooped out at the bottom, except for a small layer there, and it's all flush. Mm-hmm. It's very nice. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm enamored by stuff like that. So I bought some whiskey. I bought some whiskey, and I bought a favorite scotch of mine. Uh, one of the favorites, uh, Glenmorangie La Santa, which is their sherry. It's the it's their regular with scotch, but this one La Santa is is aged in oak casks. Casks cast mm-hmm. anyway it's aged in those oak barrels and uh <laughs> so it has uh in those sherry those sherry barrels and man it has this like kind of sherry like kick behind it and the regular like really nice like caramel chocolate notes orange notes it's really good super smooth very spicy sort of it's really good so yeah do you know why some bottles have that very noticeable indentation on the bottom. Is it to I try don't and know why. like cheat you out of an ounce of alcohol or for rigidity or something? You know what? I think it's probably something to do with like people leaving bottles and buying stuff and not drinking and it's sitting for a long time. And I think that keeps the sediment all from settling at the bottom. Mm. You know, I think I think I think I used to think, oh, this is for for cheating me out of an ounce of alcohol, but now 
I only noticed that in wine bottles and like scotch, whiskey bottles, bourbon bottles, stuff like that. So I think it's like something about like these things stop aging. And once they go into a glass bottle and once they stop aging, they could grab their sediment and the sediment would distribute. But I think it's something like that. I'm not sure I'm making that up, but I feel like that's, there's a reasoning behind it. Cause you don't see that on like a, on a, on a like vodka bottle, right? right. Vodka bottles don't have that. And gin bottles don't have that, you know? Um, I mean, you don't shake your wine before you drink it, James? No. <laughs> if you have to shake your wine before you drink it, there's a problem. There's a big problem. <clears throat> yeah. I told you I drank some wine once, and it tasted like, it was like, it was like from 1976. Uh, and, and it had not been rotated, and it mm-hmm. tasted like raisins, which was shocking to me that wine that is made from grapes tastes very old wine tastes like fucking raisins. It tastes like raisin raisin water. You know? That sounds delicious. It's a fucking nightmare. Sounds awful. Just, yeah. So I awful. love raisins. Just to clarify, you're aware that raisins yes. are grape derivative. That's why I was saying, I, but I was okay. still amazed that wine would get, would get that taste. You know? I mean, obviously, it makes sense that they would, but I don't know. For some reason, I was just like, ah, I'd never... And, you know, when you're drinking wine, you're not thinking about raisins, mm-hmm. you know? <clears throat> so, obviously, it would get that flavor, but I was just kind of surprised, that's all. Uh, but, yeah, it was a sad What, shame. what drove you to drink. open a 30-year-old bottle of wine? It was Yesenia's bottle. Okay. She, she it wasn't her bottle. She took it from uh, our mutual friend's house. His grandmother used to, used to have it, mm-hmm. and she... Obviously didn't drink anymore and was living at home, and it was just abandoned there in the house, like with a bunch of other alcohol. And so all the other alcohol got drank by the alcoholics in our house, which does not include me and Michael. <laughs> and um, Yesenia, sure. we imported our own alcohol from the local <laughs> beer store. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> at, that, was, at that point, yeah, exactly. We weren't drinking that old stuff in the basement. Um, that's how you know you're an alcoholic when you're drinking like a 35 year old bottle of Low and Brow. You know, <clears throat> I will pay any of our guests a bottle of beer, a, a, a six pack of beer, if they can go find Lowenbrow somewhere to buy new. I don't think it exists anymore. But anyway, yeah, these guys drank like a case of Lowenbrow a night. And it was like, it all had sediment, like a thick layer of sediment inside it. It was disgusting. And I was like, how can you? Like, they were beyond trashed. I've never seen people look like that in my entire life. They were so fucking wasted. Um, like sick wasted, like they probably should have gone to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, like their eyes were glazed over, and I was like, "He's temporarily blind right now, <laughs> but he's so drunk he doesn't know." He's like staring into and nothing. It was I've never <laughs> seen somebody like that. I swear to God, I'm not even joking. I don't know if you were there, Michael, but I had never seen people like. And this was like this wasn't three a.m. Oh, oh, I came home at like eight a.m. These dudes yeah. were like sitting on the couch, and they're like. Just gone. I was yeah. Like, what the hell's going yeah. on? It was. That's what I'm saying. It's not. It wasn't 3 a.m. This was like 8 a.m. Okay, and they were done. <laughs> they had been up all night drinking. Yeah. yeah. So I'm Fuck. not drunk. I'm just tired from because I was up all night drinking. Yeah. Like, all right. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh, sure. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway. Um. Yeah. The. So this bottle was there, and she took it because she was. I think it was like maybe it was like 78. She said it was her birth year. Mm-hmm. She wanted to, she said, I'm going to drink this at my wedding. And I was like, that's not drinkable. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> She's like, well, I don't know. I'm going to take it. So she took it home. And I think it sat at her house for like four years. And 
I, you know, when I first looked at the bottom of it, it's like you see sediment in there. I was like, this is not drinkable. But so we one day she's like, I should throw this away. And we tried it. We opened it and she poured me a glass. And it just tastes like raisins. You know, it didn't taste bad for you. It just tastes like raisins. It wasn't like something you'd like, oh, this is going to be fun to drink. Hmm. So, yeah. Anyway, now that we talked about that old ass story, um, <laughs> what else did I do? So, yeah, I have a friend over here. We went to. So you did absolutely nothing for St. Patrick's Day? Or? No, we hung out. That was it. Just fucking, I think we watched some, I'm going to say Tomb Raider, but it wasn't Tomb Raider. It was this Assassin's Creed last night. It's fucking dumb. It's like you're channeling the genetic memory. I was like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that was like, that movie was so poorly ex- executed. Was it like the Loom of Fate? It might as well have been, yeah. Like a, a genetic <laughs> memory? It was like so, like the memory was to the point, and they he was inside this machine. It wasn't a machine though; it was like he was just attached to this thing that let him jump around and climb on stuff. But it was it wasn't attached to his hands; it was just attached to his back. So it was like kind of gave him like this weightlessness, and he was like suspended <laughs> in the air. So then he would be living out his genetic memory, climbing on things. But I was like, what's he climbing on? There's nothing in the room except for this thing that's holding up his back. What's he latching his hands onto? He's tapping into the mycelial network. Basically, basically, it's like so dumb <laughs> with genetic frog memory because the yeah. suction cups or gecko rather. Yeah. He's a gecko. The whole thing was dumb. I mean, they you know what they should have done. And this is I mean, I know the producers of Assassin's Creed listen to this thing. And they <laughs> so you're going to say, I know the producers of Assassin's Creed. <laughs> yeah. Evan is the one of the producers of Assassin's Creed. I'm just going to tell you, Evan. <laughs> What they should have done was just told a story about the assassins in that period of time. Instead of trying to tell this story about a guy from our time who gets hooked up to this machine to live out his genetic memory to help the Templars find the apple. I'm like, what the fuck's the apple? You know, I was like, what's happening? And they set the movie up to be like, oh, this is this is going to be part two. And they should have watched this thing and been like, nobody's going to let us make a part two of this. This is crazy. What are we doing? Let's scratch this whole thing and redo it. You know, they'd have been better off showing me a movie like, like, and I, t- I told Claude, I told Claude, just do a let's play of someone playing Assassin's Creed. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I told, I told my house guest, I was like, look, I was like, look, yo, you'd be better off watching a 15 hour let's play of a guy playing through the game. You'd have more fun. It's a better story and it makes way more sense, you know, wow, so anyway. like, As the religious expert of the group, uh, I assume the apple is from the Garden of Eden. What is your interpretation of the apple? Blapples? No, no clue. (laughs) Come on, I'm pretty sure I don't know. I don't know anything about Assassin's Creed or this or that. Other than I know it's a movie with Jake Gyllenhaal, aka that other dude, fucking the Knights Templar, the biblical history apples. Explain. There's no apples unless it's. Unless it's like you said, the the one from the Garden of Eden, which is like from God knows how fucking long ago. So there would be some apple hanging around. I mean, it doesn't even make sense. I what know. apple, James? The apple could be immortal. No, I'm pretty sure he's taught. So the thing, the actual physical object was this. Like they're calling it the apple, but it's like this hard metallic object. But they didn't really explain, or like I was half in and out, like during the movie. So I didn't really understand what the whole concept was of it. I was just like, okay, whatever. Um, but I don't know, dude. I'll, I'll watch it. Fucking, it sounds yeah. like crap. I'll watch it. It's crap. It's crap. 
But it's the sad thing about it is it doesn't know it's crap. Like it really thinks it's the worst part. I guess that's the best and worst part. It takes itself so seriously. It's like your genetic memory will be accessed by the whatever by the by the obstreco machine. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about right now? You know, genetic memory. How are you turning on genetic memory? And then he's like standing in his cell, and he's like he's seeing Aguilar, his past self, and. And he's like, he's like, it's coming for me. And the lady's like, embrace him. Let him come to you. Synchronize with him. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, what is happening? Like, how? What is this? What's going on right now? Like, the whole time I was watching, I was like, how is this supposed to look? What what scientific? What even like, give me some fictional basis, at least. Don't just say, oh, it happens because of the black box. Like, fuck. Poor Michael Fassbender. Yeah, and I was like, this guy's actually a good actor. Like, what's he doing in this? Wait, that's the Assassin's Creed dude? Yes. Oh, my God. Would you rather watch Assassin's Creed or Wanted? Ugh. Wanted. You mean mean the Loom of Fate? Curve bullet, James. Because you know why I'd watch the Wanted? Because (laughs) the the Loom of Fate, honestly, they could have just taken, like, a melon baller to the script and scooped the whole uh, Loom of Fate out, thrown it away, and put it in there and said... We get our execution contracts from the company, and that's it. And I'd have been right. like, okay, fine. And the curving the bullet thing could have just been some wacky physics thing that they, they could have explained the way like that, you know? So that movie would have been, like, a, still a shitty assassin movie, but it would, have been a, it would have been a movie that I'd be like, okay, this thing is completely based in made-up, totally fake science that doesn't make any sense at all how it's possible. Like... There's no such thing as genetic memory. It doesn't make sense. Like, even if there was, even if, like, for somehow your body could remember how to be a fucking super ninja assassin killing machine from genetics, which doesn't make any sense, why would you remember this other person's name and everything they went through in their life? Like, that's not how memories work. You know, it's not even beginning. It's not even the Jeremy Irons is in this movie? Yeah, he's one of the bad. He's the bad guy. He's one of the bad guys. Like I see. It, it doesn't even begin to scrape the surface of anything that makes any sense. Normally, movies say, oh, well, there's a little factual basis, and we've expanded upon that to what could be. But this is not like that. This is like, it's like they just like, it's like if I just, if you came over my house and I was like, I had this machine, I'd say, like, this machine finds elephants' butts. You'd be like, <laughs> what? How? I'd be like, it just does. <laughs> this is a new realm of science I've invented. But elephant butt detection, it's a thing. You'd be like, Why? You live in the city. There are no elephants around here. You're like, you never know. You know, <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> You're like, what the hell's going on, James? And that's the same thing here. Like, you'll watch this and you'll be like, what, what happened? Like, what, 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 what's going on? You'll be so confused. You should watch it. It's fucking garbage. Does it make more sense if you are a fan of and play the video games? It makes plenty of sense if you played the video games. And even if you didn't play the video games, they do. I guess last night I was complaining about it, but. Um, Claudia was like, I understand it. I was like, okay, fine. Uh, I was like, <laughs> I was like, I've played the video game. I've watched people play. I've watched playthroughs, and I was just like, I don't really know what's happening here. You know, like, why is this, any of this happening? The game has the same kind of thing where you're like, a guy from the present is using this genetic memory machine to go back into the past to play through everything that's happening. Um. Most of the games are like that, except for, I think, the last two. The last two, you're just an assassin in, like, American, like, like 
like after the Civil War, you're a Native American assassin killing people and doing assassin shit. And another game, you're. Did you you're, pay for uh, this? What? Did you pay for this movie? No, it's on HBO, and I have HBO Go. Oh. Um, and then another one is uh, another one is Assassin's Creed Black Flag, which is fucking amazing. That's, that's the one a, where you're like a video game, pirate. right? Yeah, you're you're a pirate assassin. Yeah. Um, and then there's another one where you're like an assassin in like ancient Spain or something like that, like in the 1500s in Spain or something, and you're running around doing assassin shit there. And they don't have any of that, like a travel to the future to work for Aspergo inside the genetic me- machine. Like, just leave all that. It doesn't make any sense. It's weird. I don't understand what's happening. You know. And and the same thing. This movie should have just dropped it. Like they shouldn't have done it. It's very confusing. Let me just let me just see one guy being an assassin, being a badass, back in the past. I don't care about people in the present trying to find a fucking apple, to to do God knows what. And it, it turns out, I think it turned out in the end that the apple <laughs> takes away free will. And I was like, okay, how okay. magic? Enough, you know, done, Dunskies. Referencing Bro. something we'll talk about later, James. Yeah. God's plan. Drake? God's plan. Mm-hmm. God's plan. That's a horrible like, song. Is that a, is that a band? <laughs> Do you like that song, Evan? No. Yeah, I don't either. I like the music it's about video. suicide or something, but I I don't really care really? about the song. Okay, whatever. I'm You're like, well, <laughs> we're going to go into that. Turn it way, Write way, it down. way down. Write it down. We're going into that. I can lecture you on hours about God's plan. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, put it in the sci-fi section. That's where it belongs. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's go. I'm sorry, Michael. I went into a long rant. Oh, that's all right. I encourage that. Um, so, first, just want to talk about, of course, I'm sure everyone has heard by now, Stephen Hawking has passed away. Mm-hmm. The man, the myth, the legend. Yep. Um, he should have died like 50, 54 years ago or something. I thought you were going to say he should have, he should have died how he lived. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, what? Just there? Like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So yeah, but he, yeah, he lived a long ass time. 76 years old. Yep. Um, born in 1942. British, British piece of shit. Um, <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs> He has three adult children now, apparently. Not sure what they do. How? How? I mean, how? He w- he was not born with ALS. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I mean, yeah, even though he was in a wheelchair most of the time, his equipment still worked. Yeah, I think that's the case with most uh, paraplegics. That sucks. I mean, so I guess this, it's good that it still works, but it sucks that you're paraplegic and, it, and your noodle still works. It's technically not a paraplegic. Well, I was just saying. But yes, I know what you're yeah. saying. I um, had no idea. Well, good for him, man. I'm glad he has some legacy to live on there. In this first article I linked to, they, it's just showing like all the people that are, you know, kind of saying, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, Mia Farrow, Tim Cook, the prime minister of the UK. Those are his three children. Yeah, right. Uh, there's a picture here with uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson when he had him on his his uh, show, I think. Dude, I saw I saw someone made a picture of Neil deGrasse Tyson in like in like a filthy sweatshirt, looking all like 
uh, beaten down. He was like holding a knife. And he's like, I'm all you bitches got left now. <laughs> Some shit. <laughs> nice. Um, and also I wanted to mention, so I'm sure I think we, we talked about this off offline already, uh, at least maybe yesterday or something, but so he died on March 14th, right? So that, that's Pi Day. Yep. Apparently it's also Einstein's birthday. Um, Stephen Hawking, though, was also born on the same date that Galileo died. Yeah, 300th anniversary. But 300 years to the day. Yeah. Which is January 8th, I think. I'll say, I'll say it again. God's plan. Uh, let's see. He said that he is certain his handicap was part of his celebrity. And there's a quote, which I kind of translated from that one of those articles there. It says, people are fascinated by the contrast of my limited physical abilities and the extremely extended nature of the universe, which I study. Mm -hmm. So when he was, uh, a teenager, he wanted to study math, but they didn't offer it at Cambridge. So he opted for physics instead. How would they not offer math a, at fucking a, Cambridge? He just studied physics on a gaff. Yeah. <laughs> like, all, like, right, all right. All right. Fuck it. Yeah. Like, I just wanted to do like fucking like checkbook math, but all right, I'll do physics instead. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, put it in the extra section down here. Uh, it's called Descent. It's the episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation that features Stephen Hawking. Um, it's where at the beginning of the episode, Data is playing, um, poker with Stephen Hawking, uh, Isaac Newton and Albert Einstein. Yeah. Is there a scene from it? Uh, no, I just put a link to the article or the, you know, Wikipedia entry, but, uh, okay. um, it's, uh. So it turns out that he's the only guest star to ever be on Star Trek The Next Generation who played himself. I thought that was kind of cool. Can you imagine, like, being... He's sitting there being compared to Isaac Newton and Einstein. Like, you know, because the show is, of course, set, like, 400 years in the future or whatever. Right. And so it's like, yeah, the greatest minds ever. It's like fucking Newton, Einstein, and this guy. Like, wow. That's fucking awesome. Good for him. Did mm -hmm. he win? I don't remember. I see a picture I, of him I, on the set, but I don't see... I think he did. <laughs> Actually, if I recall correctly. Yeah, I see a picture of him on the set here, but I don't see him doing anything. That's pretty cool. Yep. It's like, look at him. He's just sitting there fucking lazy. I feel like Isaac Newton would suck at poker. And I feel like, honestly, he'd suck at it. Like, he's not even in the same league as fucking... Einstein, he's just some guy who's like, yeah, this apple fucking hit me in the head, bro. It's unbecoming of a gentleman. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, man. Isaac Newton's a smart dude. He came up with the laws of motion, and he basically invented calculus. I mean, he, kind of. Kind well, of. Yeah, 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 he did. So, I mean, you invent, you could invent something to, uh, as an explanation of something you didn't, you know, you yeah, just theorized about it, right? Like the laws of motion. Oh, if something continues to move, yeah, but no one if there's that. not enough friction, yeah, yeah but that's no, saying no like, that's like that. saying that's like saying nobody took a shit in my hallway. 
when someone takes a shit in the hallway, we're not going to say he invented the laws of shitting in hallways. <laughs> Although oh, someone, has, someone has shit in a hallway, I'm sure. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it has been done, James. <laughs> I mean, uh, let me let me do this. I'm not trying to take away from his achievements. He's I'm, like Isaac Newton wasn't shit. I think Fuck that, that I, dude. I think that Isaac Newton. He gave us the theories and the basics of these laws by just kind of thinking about it and postulating stuff that we would now think is obvious. And compared to back then, he was back. Th- I mean, back then he was a fucking genius. And I'm sure if he was born now, he'd still be fucking boss at his fucking whole at the whole game and know even more. But these other guys, like they like took his took those basics and applied like a fucking insane level of high level shit to it. Like they're just, it's crazy, you know, like Isaac Newton's is important. He's important in his own right. No doubt. You know, mm-hmm. but yeah, this is cool, man. Nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, sad to see him go. Um, I have his book on uh, audible, although I've never listened to it. I did have a hardcover copy of his book from when I was younger that I did read. But I really should go back and read it again. So I'm probably going to plan on doing that here shortly. Good. Um, let's see what we got here. That's just a picture from the. Oh, okay. That's them. Yeah. On the show. Yeah. I see. Oh yeah, and the guy playing uh, Newton. I forget that guy. He's name, someone. But, yeah, but he's he's one of those that guys. And Einstein looks like. Garbage. He looks horrible. He, like, he couldn't look worse. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know. Um, all right. Well. So next up, um, you know what's funny though about that? Actually, I'll just say this one last thing. So at lunch the day bef- the day before this happened on Tuesday, Ed and I were at lunch talking about Stephen Hawking and black holes and this and that and blah blah blah. And then freaking in the middle of the night, it's like Stephen Hawking died. Like what? Yeah. So it's kind of it's kind of crazy. You feel partially responsible. I kind of do actually. I have that power. No. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I think he also published a paper like three days before he died. Uh, which may. I didn't read into it very much, but some of these sensationalized headlines were like, "Oh, Stephen Hawking predicts the end of the universe." Okay. What in eighty billion years? I mean. <laughs> Did you guys hear about the Texas senator who said... Who said Stephen Hawking ain't shit. (laughs) I mean, he might as well have. He said Stephen Hawking... He said Stephen Hawking can now... He's like, he was a blight on society. No, no, (laughs) he was like... He was like, now he can discover what's at the... Oh. (laughs) He made some smart... Like, now he sees the what's actually in the universe. Because obviously the, the guy in Texas is some religious fucking nutbag. And Stephen Hawking, obviously, just by the nature of being a scientist, is not not a religious nutbag on the dick of being religious. He's not welcome <laughs> in in God's in Drake's arms in heaven. It's not God's plan, <laughs> right? Okay. So no, I had not heard that, James. That's a uh... Yeah, I'll that's find awesome. a link to that. Yeah, and then, I, anyway, uh, he got blasted six ways a Sunday. It was fucking good. Other people are saying like, because someone, you know, some people are like, oh, it's so, you know, now he's not confined to his wheelchair anymore, and blah blah blah. And of course, some people were taking offense at that, you know. 
Is there like it's not you know it's not handicapped it's handicapable or whatever fuck Dude. they were saying I don't even know oh, you know fucking, fucking bullshit bitches. man. So yeah. what if the ancient Egyptians had it right and they were you know like buried with all their riches and treasures so they could have it in the afterlife? What if he's in that fucking wheelchair in heaven? He's like fuck. <laughs> no, what's the, see, here's the problem? They're not going to bury him in a wheelchair, right? But they're going to toss the whole thing in the fucking. <laughs> In a hole in the ground? No. Okay. Right? Uh, okay. So what if he's up there and he's fucked? Hmm. He doesn't even have the wheelchair. True. He doesn't need a wheelchair, dude. Come on. Stephen Hawking. Well, he ain't up there, I guess. But, you know. He's just fucking... He just... If you are, Steve, much love. Um, He's Peace talking fam. to Steve Jobs, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Apple yeah, shill. Right. Apple yeah, shill. Right. Yeah, Steve... <laughs> Steve Jobs. <laughs> yeah, right. Steve Jobs. Oh, that guy man. died by being a dumbass. Yeah, he's an idiot. True. He's like, nah, these herbs is what's where it's at. Like, all right, holistic dummy. medicine has history. Yeah, yeah. He's one mm-hmm. of the, like the Silicon Valley guys. Who's like, the secret to eternal life is fresh blood from teens. <laughs> beet juice. <laughs> lots and lots of beet juice. No, you've heard about the guys in Silicon Valley who like getting their blood flushed out with young blood. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know that I have. Oh yeah, we talked about it. Yeah, this, that's this, totally this, a thing. This sounds vaguely familiar, but I really don't remember. Yeah, it's, to- it's totally a thing. Totes my goats. All Totes right. my goats, brah. Um, let's see what do we have here. Oh yeah, so this is uh, you know, this is this next article relates to the whole you know let's let's give teachers guns in school, right? So at this one school, which I thought so I. have this story and the next story, I thought they were the same story, and they're not. Um, I'm sorry for the next link. It's kind of messed up. But uh, this teacher in uh, Seaside, California, he uh, he had his – he has an advanced public safety class that he teaches. He was showing his students the gu- a gun that he had. And the gun accidentally went off. Guns don't accidentally go off. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's just it's just sitting there in his hand and doosh! And I don't, I don't. <laughs> it says, Mr. Alexander was pointing his gun at the ceiling when it fired, causing pieces of the ceiling to fall onto the floor. Um, it says that California law and district policy prohibit teachers from bringing guns on campus. Yeah, so why the hell does he have a gun there? Um... They said a piece of bullet shrapnel ricocheted and hit one 17-year-old on the neck. And two other students were also hit by debris. I knew it was the neck. (laughs) (laughs) 17-year-old boy's parents, um, who was hit on the neck, they took him to the hospital for x-rays, and then he was okay. But, uh, so, okay, so there's this story, and then there's the next story. Which I thought they were related, and I have had to really look, and I was like, nope, nope, it's not related. This other one is more local to us here. It's in Alexandria, Virginia, where, I don't know, apparently schools have, like, cops there. Mm -hmm. Or some schools do? I don't know. They say a school resource officer. Yep. So whatever that means. It says, accidentally fired his gun inside a middle school in Alexandria, Virginia, during school hours on Tuesday. No one was hurt. And he was in his office. 
Um, the officer is a five-year veteran of the Alexandria Police Department. It says the I shot wonder... was fired as the officer was sitting down in his office. I was about to say, I wonder if he was, like, reaching for his gun to clean it or something, and it just, his finger, it just went off. It, mm-hmm. His finger grazed the trigger and the safety wasn't on or something. A department representative declined to say whether the officer had taken his gun out of his holster. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't realize there were like cops in schools with guns. I mean, back in back in I would say back in my day, back in uh, back in high school at least, and maybe middle school, we had, for lack of a better word, security guards. I mean, there um, were security. They didn't have they guns. Jackets. Like they didn't have. Yeah, they had jackets and maybe a whistle. Yeah, they had whistles, but, but they sure shit didn't have guns, and they weren't put cops. Like here, this is like a cop. Yeah. So I'm like, is this like a bad part of town, and that's why there's a cop here, or is this just a normal thing now, and cops are all over the place, or? or I think what? It, it you know became I don't know. a normal thing a few years after we graduated. Um, this is a middle school, and too. then sort of scaled back down. Hmm. So I was just kind of shocked to read all this. I was like, what? Like, this is the thing? Huh. So yeah, guns in school. We see they're accidentally going off all the time here. Or at least it's happening in a, in a grouping here. So I mean, kind of odd. A, a couple of incidents in a nation of almost 400 million people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. So... Um, Really quickly, I want to say something about that, but I just want to – I'm going to post this in my thing, but I want to read this to you, what the guy said about uh, what the guy Briscoe Kane – Briscoe Kane Jr.? Yeah, Texas State Representative, uh, what he said – he said, Stephen Hawking now knows the truth about how our universe was actually made. My condolences to his family. So, dude, fucking the people went fucking ham. They went fucking ham. This, <laughs> so one guy says, I applaud your faith, uh, but being forgiven is not a blank check to continue being a jerk. Another guy said, be honest, dude. How long was this tweet sitting in your drafts? <laughs> <laughs> um, another guy said, my condolences for your family for your family for being related to you. Another guy said, congrats for being everything that's wrong with Texas. I mean, it goes on and on and on. And I just talk about like, really, like, come on, like, really, you got to do that. You know, you got to go there anyway. Okay. That's all I had about that. I'll post this in the, in the show notes for you to, for anyone mm-hmm. who wants to see it, they can take a look at it. It's an interesting article and it has, unfortunately you have to tab through this fucking, uh, th- uh, gallery to see it, which sucks, but um, it's here. It'll be there for you. So the guns in school thing, man. Mm-hmm. I I wouldn't mind them having like trained armed security, like one or two. Okay, I don't have a problem with that. Teachers, I don't think need to have guns. You know. Um. I know when we were kids, it was different. Like no one had a gun, that was fine. But now there is like. Now I think we have to like set the we have to meet that emotional comfort for people, you know. Like people need to feel safe, feel their kids are safe, 
and at the same time, they need to be like, my kids are safe from guns, and guns are used to keep them safe. You know, so a trained police officer, but not a teacher. That's just fucking dumb. Like, teachers, unless you're teaching guns, unless you're a gun teacher. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, otherwise, you shouldn't have a gun in school because it's not your focus. If it's not your focus, it's going to be a fuck-up. Some kid's going to get it. You're going to get shot with it. You're going to shoot a kid. Something will happen. Something stupid will happen, like it already has, like you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, I'm not a, totally opposed to having, like, armed trained guards or maybe cops there. I don't fucking know. Whatever, you know. But teachers, definitely not. Did that law get passed, by the way? I don't know. I know maybe, Trump maybe was one, something with that. Maybe one got passed in Florida or something? I don't know. I don't recall. Um, <sighs> but whatever. And talking about guns in school. So next up, we have uh, an article here from CNN. They just have a lot of photos of the walkouts that happened. Uh, was it earlier this week? Yeah. Um, you know, there was going to be the walkouts all across the country for the, uh, you know, the demonstrations or whatever. So um, I saw that some students from Einstein were walking out. There's a picture here. I don't think there's a picture of Einstein, but there's a picture from some local school, uh, local to us here. Oh, this is... Uh, Perry Hall High School in Perry Hall, Maryland, wherever that is. Oh, that's where my mom went to high school. Really? Mm-hmm. That's random. Cool. No, she went to Perry High School. Oh. Didn't that astronaut go to, go to teach at one of these schools? I don't or know. I'm making that up. Okay, forget about that. Let's not well, go down I don't know where Well, I don't know where she taught, James. So. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, anyway, lots of kids walking out, obviously, you know. Little demonstrations here and there. So, interesting to see. Um, don't really have anything to say about it. Unless you guys have anything to comment. Yay or nay, good or bad. Good for them, it's bad for them. Fuck fine. it. Fine. I mean, whatever. protesting is fine. They're still responsible for the schoolwork they miss, of course. And uh, ho- so, hopefully, they won't get angry if and when nothing happens. And hopefully they won't get discouraged if and when nothing happens. Because if they get discouraged, maybe they won't, you know, stand up for anything they believe in for the rest of their lives, which would not be a good thing. But they can't be shocked if and when nothing happens. Because just because you and some of your fellow students, you know, leave school on a certain day doesn't change the world. Mm -hmm. So, Evan, Michael, none of us are new, right? We've all been high school students. Yeah. And I can't remember what, but something happened when I was in high school that people were like, we're going to walk out, you know? And probably 40% of the people who walked out were like, hey, let's go outside. And then there's like... I'm with the crowd? Yay. Yeah. Then there's a bunch of people who are like, just with the crowd. And a bunch of people who are just like, just wanted to like, fuck off and not do schoolwork. And there's like maybe a small percentage were like, I believe in this, like really hardcore. You know, I'm not saying that kids aren't capable of believing in things. They are. And I think that they have like that childhood idealism and passion that makes them be like really passionate about things. Like, ah, we're going to protest, you know, but like they have all that energy 
and they have the least impact. Like nobody cares. You mm-hmm. know, adults are like, oh, look, they're aware of what's going on in their community, but they don't really care that these kids are the like, parents care. You know, Pred- fucking politicians don't give two shits because these people aren't voting. And when they do vote, most of those politicians will be fucking dead. So they don't care. And and the thing is, they are going to fucking have their hopes and dreams crushed by the reality that is our fucked up government. James, I don't know? think they're going to be dead. No, they're not going to be dead, but they're, they're, they're like, like <laughs> all the 60- politicians aren't 85. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, I mean, what are you talking like about? they're not uh, since when has the government was since when have politicians been forward thinking and thought, oh, the next generation, they don't care about the next generation. They've never thought about the next generation. They only think about short term gains. So yeah, maybe I'm being exam exaggerating saying they're going to be dead. I'm just that's me saying they're very old. But I'm just by saying they're very old. I'm saying they're just so removed, like they don't care, they don't understand, and they're they're short term thinkers. So they don't care about these kids and that what that these kids might not vote for them or these kids might be jaded individuals or gun like NRA should be thinking, yo, this is going to be a whole batch of people who are going to hate guns. Like when we were kids, there was not a hate of guns like it is now. Like now people fucking hate guns, you know? So. And people love them, apparently. Yeah, people love them in certain areas, sure. <laughs> I think that, once these students get out of high school, they're going to realize there's a lot more things to care about, you know, now that they're adults or legally adults. And, you know, being in uh, the same group of people for seven hours a day is not life. Uh, also, when they're allowed to buy guns, I wonder how many of them will figure out that they can be fun and, you know, used responsibly. I'm sure a fair no amount. No one's saying they're, they, they don't have to be. I'm sure a fair amount of them will. They're not how saying many... outlaw guns, Evan. Aren't they, Mike? I don't think so. I mean, Aren't some of they? them sort of, some of them sort of are, but here's the thing. I mean, how many people do you know? Like, do you think the majority of people are fair and balanced, considerate thinkers who look at all the angles? No. Or most people not. are polarized to a point where, like, they can't even make a decision, a competent decision, without being like, like, people are like, oh, this is how I feel no matter what. Like, like I mean, a thing like fucking Fox News could not exist if people didn't think like that, you know? Most so, decisions people make are entirely impulsive and not And emotion-based. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like it's very possible people could be like, yeah, get rid of guns. And the answer, like the answer, I was just talking to somebody yesterday. The answer to the gun debate is not get rid of guns. You know, it's not. I made a T-shirt a long time ago for this T-shirt business that I never made because I'm, I'm just James. Um, but the T-shirt said on the front of it, it said, um, and I hope I can remember, it's probably the best T-shirt I ever made and that I never made, the ever design that I never made. But it said had an American flag on the bottom, and it said uh, honor, respect, responsibility, and honor, respect, responsibility, and something else. It's like this is my pledge to you as the American gun owner. And the whole concept of that shirt was that to own a gun is a great, great responsibility, and you're responsible for other Americans, not just as a sheepdog, as somebody who like protects them but as as you your your privilege to have a gun your right your privilege whatever you want to call it to have a gun means you are also responsible for, for all those people's safety 
as yourself, the gun owner, not to protect them, but to protect them from your own idiocy, you know? And to me, I was thinking that's something that most gun owners don't think about. Like it's, it's an Americanism, right? We're very selfish. Like that's, we never think about the group. We only think about ourselves. So, and that's an American trait. So when you buy a gun, you're like, oh, I'm going to have fun shooting this gun. You never think I should be careful because I don't want my fucking neighbor's kid to get shot while I'm cleaning my gun or something like that or whatever. You know, like you don't think about that kind of stuff. You just assume you'll be safe and you don't think about the repercussions of not being safe. You know, and you don't think about protecting the group like gun, like the NRA is not thinking they're not. I don't think they're even thinking about protecting themselves. Like because these kids are going to grow up and they're going to vote. Every year, it's going to be harder and harder to be a gun owner. It's never going to get better. We're never going to go back to the 50s. they got to take some personal responsibility now. But they're not doing that. They're just saying no. And what's going to happen is you're going to have a revolt one day where people are going to be like, no, enough's enough. You know? That's my opinion. That's my (laughs) op-ed. Yeah, I think you're right. I think... uh... Yeah, eventually it's just going to get to the point where people are like, all right, this this is ridiculous. We're done. Yeah. That'll be that. I mean, though, Evan, we talked about this. Statistically, this is like nothing, right? Oh, yeah. Like, from a statistic standpoint, we should all ignore this. Like, if, if one school of kids gets murdered a year, we're doing good. Yeah. You know, like, that's that's nothing. It's like less than a... What half a percent? Yeah, you know? barely it's, worth mentioning. Yeah, it's barely worth mentioning. The population? Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, I was talking about this with someone the other day. You can talk about. You could say all the people who die in car accidents is statistically insignificant compared to the rest of the population. Right. But it still means fifty thousand people die a year. Yeah. So doesn't mean you take cars away. No, but you try to make them safer. Hmm. He's like, mm, I don't know about that. You know, one thing that I've noticed about cars being made safer, I like anti-lock brakes and, and airbags are all good and everything, but uh, they make the like the A pillars and the B pillars and everything stronger and thicker at the expense of visibility. Sure. I, like, I have a car from 1999 and I have a car from 2015. Granted... The car from 2015 is a slightly smaller model, but I can see so much more out of my older car because, you know, the, like the the pillars, the door jams, and everything are are smaller, mm-hmm. and the windows are larger. And I personally think that's, I mean, it makes it makes me, I like being able to see more. I don't have to like duck down or look twice necessarily. Hmm. Just a just a comment. No, true, true, very true. I mean, that's. I mean, the answer to safer cars is like the stuff that they're not going to input. It's like AI and better roads and roundabouts. You oh, know? all that all that goes all that's part of it. Speed limits, this that yeah. you know. It's all the design of the road and this and that. Yeah. Yeah, it's all it's all part of it. You know, it's not just the car itself. It's other things too. Yeah, it's the same thing with guns. It's not just guns. It's a mess, dude. It's a fucking mm-hmm. mess. Oh, the whole thing's a mess. Like we need to gut all this and start again from scratch. Put put pause on this RTS that is America. <laughs> Rebuild it from scratch and then let all the people back in. Make we'll just make a new character. Yeah. New character, new world. Yeah. 
the Delete world. the save. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Have you guys seen that video that is like explains, you know, being a human, um, but as a as a game? Is the I life? Is it the uh, one where you're like you're like welcome to your afterlife? Blah, blah, no, no, blah, no, blah. no, 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 no. No, this is like an animated thing where the voiceover where the guys like, yeah, um, he's like, so the game starts out and the first four years are just you know yeah. BS whatever, and then. It's like, and the rest of it is just tutorial. It's like yeah. until you're until you're to the first, to level eighteen, and then but then you find out that all the tutorials had nothing to do with the rest of the actual game, and yeah, it's, a, it's, it's like the graphics good. are great. It's definitely pay to win. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, totally I'll, true. Too. I'll have to find that and put it in the extra section. Yeah, but uh, anywho, all right, so. Got our walkouts, all right. So we talked about guns. Let's see, net that's up next. Oh yeah. So under Stranger Danger here, uh so I hadn't heard about this till the other day and and I thought, oh, I guess I'm out of the loop or something. Russian hackers attacking American services. So US officials warned of attacks including on power plants, nuclear power plants. Cyber attacks have been underway since at least March twenty sixteen. Mm-hmm. Um, it says so. It basically says Russian hackers are doing an assault on U.S. electric grid, water processing plants, air transportation facilities. I'm not sure what that means, and other targets. Enrolling attacks on some of the country's most sensitive infrastructure. Maybe airports. Oh, yeah, that makes more sense. Not like with the the air filtering plant. Yeah, that that makes a lot more sense. Thank you, Evan. I was like, yeah, I don't know what that means. We're shipping oxygen around or something like. You know? It does happen, but yeah, it's like I'm not I'm not sure what that has to do with anything. But okay, go on. No, I was like, oh, like that. Okay, got it. Um, yeah. So uh, beware, be afraid. Um, we all should go live in the mountains. I agree. As we talked about uh, numerous times, you know, we need to get our, um, bring back the 1850s, you know, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No, we need to get our compound in West Virginia and just fucking do it, you know, get our, get our well water and our, uh, or maybe solar power or something. You know, what do you guys think? Start a farm. Uh, yeah, cultivate, farm. uh, we'll get some chickens, some ducks, some, uh, goats, goats, a couple donkeys, um, we should raise snakes and fish. Hmm. Snakes. Yeah, I think snakes reproduce pretty. Oh, and rabbits. I'm just thinking of animals that can like. I mean, snakes won't eat the grass, but you know, rabbits can tend to the grass. They'll eat all that shit and they'll eat bugs, and they reproduce very quickly. And they are meat for food. And hmm. I think snakes reproduce pretty quickly. They're also meat and can provide uh, boots and purses. All right, we're gonna work on our. Our aisle panel commune. James, your security. I volunteer as agriculture. I thought you were going to say as tribute. 
No. <laughs> Mike, display your value. All right, I'll be the fucking uh, IT guy. What do you mean? Are we going to have electricity in this compound? I just said solar power. Evan's like skipping all over that. He's like, 1850, bitch. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'm churning butter all day. Let's, this, let's go, man. It's my life. Yeah, it's like, uh, okay, Evan. Like, all right, Mike, you have you fun be, with that. You can be, I'll be uh, inside in the AC. You go do whatever you want, all right? Mike will be head of the Department of Energy. How about that? Thank you. I, I like that, Evan. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm. I feel confident. How about you guys? <laughs> I'm <No>. ready. <laughs> De- definitely not. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, we'll work on it. We'll work on it. Um. All right. Next up, I just threw this in here just because I was talking to Evan about it earlier this week. This no-name movie, this B movie here with uh, Bai Ling in it called The Gene Generation. It looks uber ridiculous. Um, For some reason, it also has Faye Dunaway in it. Yes. She's actually a lot older than I thought she was. I thought she was dead, so... (laughs) I was like, this is Faye Dunaway from, like, 1888? Like, seriously. Like she I don't was, know I don't know why you're thinking she's younger and I'm she thinking was she's in the way first older. Ever motion so. picture, I think. She, I mean, and maybe Sigourney Weaver is also like really old, but I think of her as kind of the same age as Sigourney Weaver. Okay, so she's not as old as I thought she was. She was born in 1941. That's fucking old. I know. I thought she was like 58 or something. I don't know what made you think that, but I don't know. <laughs> That Sigourney Weaver is born in 1949. So not too far off. It's an entire generation in the 40s, Mike. You know kids were having babies at 8. <laughs> yeah, right. Maybe in your 1850 or whatever. Yeah. Oh, that's that's what this is about. You'd be married with a family by the time you're 12. Grow up, <laughs> kid. <laughs> Get to plowing in them fields or whatever. <laughs> that's why people had kids, right? Work the farm. Yep, work the land. Yep, and also they kept having kids because uh, childhood mortality was quite high. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I guess that's they were what they were thinking at uh, my aunt's my aunt's family, but uh, you think they would have stopped after a while? She's a, one of thirteen. A baker's dozen. Exactly. That's just. They're on, like, autopilot at that point to, like, another one? Fine, whatever. <laughs> That's like that, you know, that crazy-ass... What's the show? There's a TV show like that, right? Is it 19 and Counting or some shit? Are they Mormons? Is that the Duggars? The Duggars or something? Oh. Oh, Yeah, uh, that's like yeah. one of the... <laughs> didn't they get busted for a bunch of, like, incestuous stuff? Yeah. Did they? Yeah. <laughs> oh... I said, oh, that's hot. <laughs> no, it's not hot. That's crazy. <laughs> that's fucking crazy. Yeah, look look into it. Oh, I will. That's fucking great. I mean, in a horrible way. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> how old is their, how old is their oldest kids? 37. 37. Yeah. Okay, that's not bad. And the youngest kid's like six? No. I don't know. Jesus, that's horrible. Exactly. 
Get right. Get right with the Lord. No. <laughs> um. So yeah, Gene Generation uh, Bai Ling plays uh, an assassin. So in the in the poster, she's of course dressed in all leather with uh, two two handguns, two silver handguns, one in each hand, and uh, looks like an apocalyptic world behind her or something. I'm not sure, I'm not sure what's going on. Look at the poster; it's such a bad Photoshop. They put her <laughs> head on someone else's body. And it's so bad, you can see it. You oh, can yeah, see you're the right. line. Oh, my God, that's horrible. Yeah, what's up with that? I mean, wouldn't this just be a screenshot or screenshot ah! of her from the movie or something? Oh, oh Jesus my. Christ. It's so bad. It's such a bad fucking... It's just not... <laughs> Come on. And look at this. It says, based on the comic book series, The DNA Hacker Chronicles. Huh. Is there a trailer? They can't make trailers for things like this, can they? Sure. They just cut the best 20 seconds of the movie. Oh, there is a trailer. This is Ling's fine as hell. I mean... Yeah. That'd be great if it was like art director slash poster designer. Ling. Michael, how how old is she? (laughs) Uh, She's got to be 50. 50, maybe? Yeah, she's she's fine. She could get it. Look at her. God damn, she's fine. She makes 50 look fucking right. She's 51, to be exact. Jesus Christ. Yep. I would lick her fucking ass crack. God damn, she's fine. <laughs> speaking of uh, 50-year-olds, I, I thought he was going to say, speaking of licking ass crack. I was like, speaking of filleting ass. <laughs> would you rather spend a... <laughs> would you rather vacation with Byling or Halle Berry? Oh... Um, it's got to be Holly Berry. Yeah, got to be Holly Berry. Just because I feel like hanging out with Byling wouldn't be as fun as I think it would be. Holly Berry, <laughs> poker with a stick, do math. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like I feel like Holly Berry wouldn't be fun either. But I would at least be able to live out some some childhood fantasies of hanging out with Holly Berry. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I think I, she'd be kind of fun. I think she'd be cool too. Like, not like so cool that you'd be like, "Let's get trash," but like cool. Like, she'd like have cool brunch with you. Let's go parasailing. Yeah, let's go parasailing. She'd be like, "Okay," and Bailing would feel like would be like, "No, I'm. This is where I am. I'm here. If you want to hang out, hang out here. You can lay on the other bed and watch TV while I read this book." <laughs> you know, you'd be like, oh, "All right, Bailing, Bailing." Do you? She's like, "No, stop." <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm going on set of Gene Generation Two. <laughs> Generate Gene. Well, no, okay, okay. Let's let's clarify this, James. G- J- oh, let's clarify the situation. One, one second. Gene Generation Two, double helix. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> Man, it's like you've like seen this movie. I mean, like, what? <laughs> what if they pulled like a uh, a double impact and she played like her twin or two characters? That'd be amazing. Oh, the Obviously. trailer's a red band trailer. What does, what does that mean? I mean, it's probably got cussing or something crazy in it. Oh. Or boobs or something. I see. Hmm. Well, all right, so what were you going to clarify, Mike? Oh, well, what I was going to say is for James, for your, your hypothetical situation, right? 
Not hang out. Let's say have dinner with. Um, it'd still be Holly Berry. Okay. This thing is a CGI shit show. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, it is. Like, it's all the worst kind of CGI. It's gory as hell. People's head getting blown open. And I'm pretty sure there's a sex scene with Bileen's riding someone. They just show it here in the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> like, just oh, for a quick second. There's a reason to watch. Absolutely. You know she's in the movie The Crow? Yes. Okay. Go to the trailer and look at a minute. Um, Where is this trailer that everyone is so distracted by? It's on the IMDb page. If you go to the trailer and look at a minute 21, <sighs> there's a scene... Where she kicks, she kicks a guy into a window, and I guess they're in a, a high up building. She kicks him into the window. She kicks him into the window. He hits as soon as he hits the window. The whole scene stops. She's like frozen in mid kick, but it's a blurry thing. It's not like a plan. It's like they just stop, hit pause on the video, mm-hmm. and then edit it in slow scream, slow glass cracking. And it's in no way, like, partly you think, oh, maybe they're doing some kind of time stop thing where she stops time, and then it, the glass cracks, and then he gets kicked off, but it looks just like a bad editing thing. Like, somebody edited this and thought, this will look cool, and it looks so bad, and it's in the trailer. I mean, this movie's garbage. Mm. So, just so you guys know, when I clicked on this trailer, and it, so it's auto-loading more related videos... Next up is a trailer for Eon Flux. Garbage. Then after that is The Running Man. Starring... Yeah. You know who's starring who. Then after that is a trailer for The Arrival 2. 1998. hmm So that's the sequel to The Arrival, which is the movie with Charlie Sheen. The Arrival 2, by the way, has no one from the original movie in it. We talked about this. Yeah. Yep. Then after that, Clock Stoppers... Another crap movie. Then I'm gonna have to watch all. Well, I think I've seen Clock Stoppers before. Is it is it the movie I'm thinking of, or is it or is that something else? Uh, I don't know. Is this the movie with Jesse? Jesse, I think it's a kid. Movie. Yes, it is. Yeah, okay. I have seen this where he has yeah. like a fucking gigantic watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I've seen that. That's crap. And then Assassin's Game official trailer. Sounds horrible. Some game, some movie called Assassin's Game. If you have to put Whatever official trailer is. in the trailer, that means it's not something legit. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, yeah, I'm definitely downloading and watching this movie. Gene Generation. Looks like total garbage. Yeah. But, but like... Screen caps are the best scenes with Biling. Send them over to me. <laughs> sure. Um. All right, what do we got up next here, James? Um. Yeah, this is gonna be a quick one. So, uh, Ninja, a uh, guy who plays Fortnite. Um, Fortnite's basically taken over for 
Um, PUBG. PUBG. They've completely taken over the whole like battle royale. It's become more popular. I don't know why. I, I hate the way Fortnite looks. It's very cartoony, but. The free version of the game, which is a, a battle-only game, a battle a battle arena thing, um, has become very popular. And one of the guys who plays it, named Ninja, uh, who's a very popular streamer, was it? He just kind of came. He was like, say, number two, number three of popularity, and he became like now he's like number one. Um, he displaced that other guy in four. Yeah. Well, so Ninja, like for the last year that I had sort of seen him, had. He would have like ten to fourteen thousand viewers, yeah, which is a lot. But now he has like a hundred thousand on a regular basis. Yeah, wow, which is crazy. So he he became super popular in the Fortnite community. I I don't know if that's for every every all these type of games, but Fortnite's become more popular than it's probably the most popular battle royale game right now. So yeah, um, and he started he started uh he got a message from over instagram from drake and drake was like hey yo bro i just started playing um he didn't say that he's probably like hello fine sir i don't know <laughs> i don't know what he said but he's from canada so it's probably like something really cheesy or and, and lame what he said but he is isn't he jewish i don't know about that i don't think he's jewish he is definitely from canada though <laughs> Um, they go hand in hand. Yeah, yeah fair exactly. enough. Exactly. All Jews are Canadian. All Canadians are Jews. Um, that is anyway, a true so statement. He said. So he said. Uh, he said, "Hey, I just started playing Fortnite, and I started following your gameplay. And I think he just got into it. You know, Drake just recently got into it. Um, he's been playing on PS4 on the road and stuff like that. So he uh, he said, "Hey, I'd love to play with you sometime. And of course, what's what's what is the guy from Fortnite going to say? He's like, yes, I'd love to play the Drake, you know? So they, it took them about a month and they set out, set it up and they just, you know, he, they linked up and played the night that they played. So the last, the highest record for Twitch was a dread was the docs comeback, um, which was 300, roughly 330, 40,000, something like that, or 290 something thousand people saying around 300,000, uh, subscribers that day. Viewers. Um, a viewer, excuse me, viewers, yeah. Um, the night he played with Drake, he got 630,000 viewers. Yeah, I was is, one of them. Yeah, which is Twitch's highest view count, which is pretty fucking stupid, amazing. And uh, now they have, uh, and that night, I think, I don't know if it's you who told me, but it's like two other football players who I just don't know who they are. And then Kim.com played, came to yeah. play with them. And then at one really? point they kicked kick they kicked Kim.com off. They're like, Yeah, we need to make room for this other guy. <laughs> Later, Kim. He's like, uh <laughs> Yeah, Kim played a couple games with them. He like he knew it was only, you know, temporary until the other person showed up, so he was cool about it. Okay, good, good. Oh, okay. Evan, did you send us a link to this? No. Okay, well you sent us a link to twitch.tv slash ninja. I mean, like I mean, a week and a half ago. Okay. Um, but I thought it was related to something you were doing. I guess uh, not. Probably not. I mean, I watch him often. Oh, okay. So you were probably just like, hey, check this out. Yeah. Okay. So how do we watch you play? I do not stream on Twitch. Oh. Evidence and stream. What are you talking about? Mike? I thought he was saying, oh, you guys can watch it, watch the tournament we're doing, uh, blah, blah, blah. Am I making oh, that up? I mean, no, there are, 
there are other people. You sent us streaming. someone's tournament. You, you sent someone's tournament tournament stream to us. I thought. Yeah. yeah, he did do that. Maybe you're mixing it up, Michael. But I myself do not stream. Right. Okay. Makes it right. It's like so. Where do we uh, watch, yeah, we can watch you stream? stream? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can swear you said, "Yeah, we're gonna be playing in a tournament, and you can watch us stream it." Here's the link. You can watch but, a stream. Yes, it is not from me. It is not always on my perspective. Right. Okay. So I'm almost right. Thirty percent correct as usual, Mike. Uh huh. Because when I scrolled back through our thing and I found the link you had sent us to the image yes. of the bracket or whatever mm-hmm. it's called, mm-hmm. right it next to it teams. was right next to it was a link to twitch.tv slash ninja. So I was like, oh, okay, this is where we watch it. No. But obviously not. You didn't go watch it, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I, well, I did go watch it. I clicked on the link and I was like, who's this guy and what's this game Fortnite? Yeah. I put a, uh, a so there tweet you go. in the show notes. Something uh, funny. Okay. Having to do with uh, Drake and Ninja and Fortnite. Also, I want you to guys to know that uh, when I saw Ninja here, I thought it was the guy from oh, yeah. South Africa. I just want you guys to know that. From Tianward? Yes. Okay. Because is that not his name? Uh, I think, I mean, they use nin- the word ninja in place of another n word often. That band does. I see. Well, I'm just saying like, it's the, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It's the group comprises rappers Ninja and Yolandi Visser. All right. That's Once again, name. 30% correct, Mike. I'm right. <laughs> man eat shit <laughs> anyway james sorry i derailed your whole shit so now no, james it. is like scrolling through twitter comments yeah. and so yeah exactly yeah. i was i was like looking at that thing you put out there yeah no i'm I, i'm good man that's good enough for me let's go on to this uh regional food thing all right well before we before we leave this let me just say this i just looked up drake of course on wikipedia because you had no idea who he was right I know who Drake is. Did you? Really? His first name is Aubrey. Number one. Just want you to know that. Mm-hmm. His mother is a is named Sandy Graham, a white Jewish Canadian. Drake attended a Jewish day school and had a bar mitzvah. So, just so you know. He's also vegan now. Of course he is. So, I was, as Evan would like to say, 30% correct. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So yes, James, uh, you're right. Let's go on to this regional food thing. So maybe we'll talk about some other regional foods, uh, on the, in the coming shows. But this week, uh, I figured I'd bring up some regional foods, uh, from here in the DC, Maryland region. Um, first of this, I didn't know this was a thing. And I think a lot of people in Maryland probably don't even know this is a thing. Maryland fried chicken. So apparently it's a thing. And I guess it has to do with the fact that we have many, um, maybe a lot of people don't know this, but we have a lot of 
I don't know what the word is, but a lot of the chicken industry is located here in Maryland. Really? Hatcheries or whatever you call it. I don't know. Haberdasheries? No, something else. Um, That's who make hats for chickens. (laughs) Yes, hats for chickens. Culling stations. Um, Yes, like either Tyson's or one of those places, like, they're here. I had no idea. Where? I don't know. Bumfuck Maryland? You know, I don't know. Wherever the stinkiest part of Maryland is, that's where they are. Yeah. Oh, Adelphi. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No. Bingo! (laughs) Right, exactly. So... Um, so I think it has to do with that and the fact like, oh, you can get chickens here real easy and fresh and blah, 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 you know? So I linked in here to an article in the Washington City paper from 2010. Now this guy like went on a quest to like figure out, he's like, what is this Maryland fried chicken? So he called, uh, Lido's. Lido's uh, pizza. Yeah. Lido's, it's just That's called, they, it's just called lead. Tommy Marco's Lido Restaurant, noted that the Adelphi Institution serves authentic Maryland fried chicken. He said he found that online on one of their online menus. That's fucking, what does that even mean? Okay. So, I called to confirm that the place still offers the dish and was met with momentary silence. <laughs> it said, after a beat or two, the woman on the other end of the line finally said, sure, they can make it. The cooks would just need to make a quick run to the shopper's food warehouse next door to buy chicken. <laughs> so he said, okay, yeah. So he ended up going there, and he he had them make it. And uh, he said it was great. It was Mike, fucking awesome. You should try this, number one. <laughs> number two, the picture in this article, that chicken looks gross. It looks so, horrible. So that picture, it says Maryland Fried Chicken at Crisfield Seafood Restaurant in Silver Spring. Okay. That's um, even worse because Crisfield's an actual good restaurant. Yeah, it is. This looks, this is like the worst looking fried chicken I've ever seen in my life. And I'm black. I know what fried chicken <laughs> does look like. So that I'm black. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. So... Uh, it says what made Maryland chicken special was being local. You couldn't get chicken fresher. Um, supposedly that's what it is, you know? So it's not like regular fried chicken with sprinkled with old Bay or something. God, I hope not. No, no, no old Bay or anything. It's nothing like that. It's just, it's just just really good fried chicken. Yeah. So it's not anything special. I mean, I'll, t- I'll tell you other than you can as special fresher. as fried chicken gets. Yeah, so not really. I mean, you can get fresher fried chicken on our compound. Oh, James, you'll be in charge of. of actually, no, never mind. Evan, you'll be in charge of that. Yeah. <laughs> so you I was know like, what James, I... you'll be in charge. Never, nothing. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I heard about? Um, that's an interesting way to cook a cook a bird. Which I think is Whole if we had feathers a, on, like a pigeon, yes, or like any bird, like clay, like clay cooked. You cover it with clay, whole with feathers on. Then you then you cut it. You put it right in the fire. You let it cook in I the clay. I was going to say you boil it. Um. Yeah. You could let it cook in the clay right in an open fire. Then you pop it out and break the clay pieces off, and that pulls the skin and the feathers right off with it, and you get this like just a pure chicken experience. It, like just the pure meat, and it's supposed to be really flavorful. Everything's locked in, super juicy. Yeah, I just read about that. Do you have sounds to, worth trying. That sounds 
extremely complicated. Yeah, but, and I can't even imagine touching a hot ass clay chicken covered in clay and been like, all right, I'll just break these pieces off. Like it sounds like the person who does it's gonna be like, I can't eat, my hands are ruined. You know? <laughs> like I did this for you because I love you, now I'm going to the hospital. You know? I mean I guess you'd have to wear a I was gonna say a Nomex flight suit. No, I don't know. Whatever <laughs> whatever you'd have to wear. I don't know. Something. Some special like gloves yeah. covered with little claws to rip the clay off. I mean, you know what how would you even do this? I don't Use know. Use a hammer. Because Probably. at that point the clay is very dry and brittle. Probably. That's probably how it works. So maybe we can try that on our compound one day when we're alone with no electricity. Yeah. <laughs> Sit by a fire at 730 in the evening before our 830 bedtime and, <laughs> and eat clay pot chicken. And 430 Evan, wake up call. Yeah. Evan, would we be and during the summer months, would we just be sweating? Oh, yeah. Just like all the time? Not necessarily. So as you may or may not know, roughly five feet below the Earth's surface, it's a fairly constant 40 degrees. I did not know that. That's why you'll always have uh, in you know old farms and everything, they would have a cellar to keep things cool. You uh-huh. could sleep down there if you wanted to. With the earthworms. <laughs> <laughs> You're technically already sleeping with earthworms. <laughs> what, are you, what are you implying, sir? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know why Evan thinks that's so funny, but <laughs> because it's so specific. <laughs> oh, and not some other horrible, horrible insect. I mean, yeah. you could have said like, and sleep in the dirt or like amongst the jars. We're like with the earthworms. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, yeah. Mike, I know you're always up for a game of night crawlers. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's right. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, all right. <laughs> so, all right, next up, our regional food of the <sighs> regional food of the month. No, our regional food of the episode here. A half smoke. So I think everyone here has probably heard of a half smoke. Um we're just gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and go over it real quick. It's basically a sausage. It's Basically kind of served like a hot dog would be. Um, so their description here is it's similar to a hot dog, but it's usually larger, spicier, and with more coarsely ground meat. I know that speaks to James. Isn't it beef and pork? Or am I making that up? It says the sausage is often half pork and half beef, smoked and served with herbs, onions, and chili sauce. When they say chili sauce, they mean like chili, I guess. Like they show one here at, well, they're showing one that is a picture of one from Ben's Chili Bowl. So that one's covered in chili. Um, when I've had them, it's usually just, you know, in a bun with like, kind of like like uh, onions and peppers kind of, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah, and usually it's spicy. Like it's a spicier thing. You know, it's almost like one of those spicy bites from 7-Eleven. Right. Except these are usually better. Hopefully. Um, Yeah. So, um, in here, though, they claim that uh, it's from some guy, uh, Briggs & Company, and the owner was Raymond Briggs in 1950. Um. 
So, but that was a, a DC, that was a local DC, like, meat packer. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. I wonder um, if they locally source their meat now. Well, I mean, you know, who knows, right? It says numerous hot dog carts in the DC in Washington DC sell steamed half smokes. Um, it says the ones on Constitution Avenue catering to tourists, and the ones on Pennsylvania Avenue, and th- others throughout downtown serving the federal employees mostly. Half smokes are the official dog of the Washington Nationals. Hmm. Um, Ben's Chili Bowl serves them. Gross. And. Um, apparently another popular location is in, uh, Arlington called Weenie Beanie. Dumb. Don't know. (laughs) Never been there. Um, it says though that place, uh, predates, uh, Ben's Chili Bowl. Like it opened before Ben's Chili Bowl did. So they've been serving it for longer, I guess. I don't know. So yeah, if you've never had a half smoke, check it out. It's worth uh, it's worth trying, um, and I put another thing in here. Now these are not my favorite, to be honest. And we were actually talking about this last week, I think. Maryland crabs or Maryland blue crabs, right? Yep. So apparently, this is very much a Maryland thing. Although you can kind of get them all around the East Coast. Um. So this is an article that just talks about them and. What their whole deal is. I think everyone knows what a Maryland crab is. Or or a blue crab. Too much Um, work. It's a girl who won't put out. Oh! (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I've only had them a couple times, and they're not great. I love Um, them. I mean, they're okay. They're okay. It's just fucking crazy to fucking... Yeah, it's too much work. It's more of like a social event than a meal. That is true. So, um, I always get blue crabs mixed up with soft shell crabs. Is there a difference? I don't think there is. I think it's maturity level or something, right? Well, uh, crabs shed, and right. if you catch them within 24 hours of shedding, their new shells have not hardened, and they are soft-shell crabs. Yeah. So and that's what a soft-shell crab is. Yeah. I have never had a soft-shell crab sandwich, and I would like to remedy that at some point. They're fucking great. But what's one I think of my that is things? something you can easily remedy. Yeah. Perhaps. Oh, maybe not in wherever you're at. There will be know. no crabs on the compound, so I'll have to plan accordingly. Are you uh, you just decreeing that, or they? You don't want them running around like whoop. Well, so they're fine, but the thing <laughs> is, the the issue with crabs and shrimp is more specifically shrimp, but I believe crabs as well, is that they're very territorial. So if you try to raise them in a tank, one, I'll say one shrimp can take up like a foot of space. So you can't raise them in mass. Hmm. So it's not worth it. Interesting. Maybe we'll catch some river crabs or some stream crabs if those are a thing. Some crawdads? Yeah, but they would be wild caught. (laughs) Wild caught, okay. And the cost will be higher in our grocery store. At our our compound commissary. Yep. All right. Um, last but not least, here I wanted to mention mumbo sauce, which this article also describes as mambo sauce. M M A M B O. Hmm. Um, I've only heard it pronounced mumbo sauce. 
Um, it says is a condiment found in takeout restaurants in Washington D.C. and the surrounding area. The red red orange sauce is similar to barbecue sauce or plum sauce, but sweet and tangy. And you put it on fried chicken wings, French fries, fried jumbo shrimp, and fried rice. Its origin and ingredients are subject to great dispute. Now, there's a company from Chicago that has copyrighted the the mumbo sauce name. What the fuck? They claim they're ma- they make the original one. Um, and apparently that's possible. So, so it's very possible that originally it came from Chicago and then somehow it ended up here. Maybe the people who made it there brought it here. We don't know. They're not. They're not clear on that. Um, James, you know the Black Flag Brewing Company? Yeah. In Colombia, they have yeah. a beer named Mambo Sauce after the sauce. Yeah, we've been there before. I, know I found we have. them quite mediocre. I know we have. Well, they're okay. As good as it's good or bad or any other brewery I've been to, they all seem to be pretty. Mm. I've never been like, damn, you know, any any of those places I've ever been. So, whatever. Um, Evan, comments, questions. Um, <clears throat> I would never have mumbo or mambo sauce on anything other than fried chicken wings and French fries from a Chinese takeout restaurant. Exactly. Yes. I would never put it on rice. That seems disgusting. I've done that before. It's fine. But I do get where you're. I get your apprehension. Thank you. it, would it be like putting ketchup on rice? Yes. Hmm. I don't agree, but I see what you're saying. Okay. I have. I I think of mumbo sauce as more like almost like duck sauce. Uh, I think a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. I do not. No, there you go. We're at an impasse. No. All right. <laughs> uh, all right. So next up, so uh, I've, you guys have heard us talk a lot about the French fry survey, right? So uh, we have the results. The results are in. I ha- I had it go far and wide. Um. So these results are kind of shocking to me. The number one, so I kind of had to filter through and see what's what here. I had to filter through, but the most popular one is Chick-fil-A. Yes. What? Yeah. To be fair, I only voted once. I did, And I did not make any attempts at bribery. So that is, those are legitimate results. Um, I did have to edit the results slightly because I saw someone submitted checkers three times in a row. Like within like, you know, eight seconds of each other. Trying to so. inflate, huh? Yeah, so I, I adjusted that and adjusted it down to one vote. Um, so Checkers ended up with seven. Okay. So Chick-fil-A eight. Seven Checkers, people took the seven? Survey? That's very impressive. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Wendy's six. Arby's five. Burger King five. So Burger King was the reigning champion before. Yeah. Um, so this is this put the numbers way different. Uh McDonald's four, Popeye's three. For some reason, Taco Bell is two, and Sonic is one. Now, one person I saw was gonna vote for Dairy Queen, but Dairy Queen was not on the survey. 
Um, I went ahead and added it, although they never did cast their vote. Okay. I thought it was on there. I thought it was there too, but it wasn't. Here. Yeah. Cool. Um, speaking of, of uh, this survey, I saw on my way back from Atlanta, I saw a Del Taco. And I... What? Almost. stop? I know it because I just came from lunch. I just went to like Buffalo Wild Wings with a friend. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, I'm not eating. But that. now you know where it's near. You know it's near you. You know you can. Yeah, yeah no, six, six hours. hours. No six problem. hours away. No problem. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my bad. Coming back from. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you should have forced it down, Evan. No. I, <laughs> if I was like, I thought about it all over the inside of my car, I would have. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it's an experience. It's the price you got to pay. Yeah, I mean, for mediocrity. I went and had some. <laughs> I went and had some Burger King. Uh, why well, I say Burger King wings? Burger King fries. Um, because they were the the number one pick last week. Mm-hmm. And I was like, let me see what these fries are all about. And I was like, okay, they're good. I still wouldn't say they're better than like Arby's fries. Did you get the crispy crunchies though? Did you get what I meant when I put that there? Yes. Okay. No, I understand. Yeah. I get it, but, so, you know. People at my job were angry at me <laughs> because they were like, Popeye should have won. And I was so shocked that they had listened to the podcast and had also <laughs> voted. And they were like, we voted for Popeye's. Ah, why didn't Popeye's win? Popeye's, he's like, you don't like Popeye's? Get wrecked. Get a life scrub. You don't know what's good fries. I was like, I thought that, I think Evan and I both thought we had a mutual friend who had put the Popeye's vote in before. It yeah. was not her. It was really? this guy from my job. Yeah, yeah. I guess so, that means uh, she didn't vote. Well, she might have voted since then. So it was four votes for okay. Popeye's since then. So she may have voted since then. I don't know, but I one just found the, that really funny. One of the people who voted for, um, for Taco Bell said they're covered in taco meat. Then they also said also White Castle wasn't listed. Now White the Castle drive-thru. does not have a drive-through, right? So, and but barely prob- exists. That's true. Um, the thing is, though, yeah, I don't, I don't think it was explained to everyone. I mean, unless they're listening to the show, then they know. But if they just saw it posted on Facebook or something, then maybe it wasn't clear that um, it needs to have a drive-through, right? right? Could have put so, Crystal so, on there. I don't, I don't remember if that was on there. I don't know what that but is. That's almost. It's almost the same as White Castle. Oh, um, I see. There's uh, and the Taco else? Bell fries are only covered in meat. If, if you, you order get, if, it that way. Yeah, if you get the nacho version or whatever it's and called. It, nobody goes to White Castle for fucking fries. That is true. You know? So I don't, I don't expect White Castle to have good fries, honestly. Um, Another person wanted to put five guys, but uh, as well, I just explained, obviously they don't have a drive-thru. I hope so. you told them to go suck off five guys instead. <laughs> no, I told them I told them that the restaurant must have a drive-thru. And That's so, better than my answer, but still. Yes. Um, I think so. <laughs> um, more than one person said something about Arby's fries and putting it on their wang, which I thought was odd. Are you serious? Uh, Did they all use the word wang? Uh, no. So the, I don't know. Whoever said, is it you, James, who said that? Burger King? You, have you voted for Burger King and then said in the description, blah, 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 blah? Or... I said crispy crunchies in the description. Or something like something along oh, those lines. Oh, okay. Okay, never mind. So someone else wrote Burger King, and they said if it's just fries, then it's Burger King. We're talking about condiments and Chick-fil-A with their honey-roasted barbecue sauce. Mm. Then they said Arby's is good if you want to wrap the curly fries around the wang. 
for someone to eat. That so, I feel like I know who that was. And then it was that repeated as someone said someone said it again? Someone else said so later, like a couple days ago, they wrote Burger King, but then Chick-fil-A with honey roasted barbecue sauce. So maybe it's the same person. So because they for, they said that before. Maybe they voted twice. But they said they said Arby's good for wrapping around the baloney pony. Dude, how <laughs> are these adults? What sort of terminology is this? <laughs> then someone said Wendy's. Then someone said Roy Rogers only if you use their mayonnaise and ketchup and mix together. Popeye's too soggy. In IMO. Taco Bell. Why the hell would anyone eat French fries at Taco Bell? Yep. That is correct. What, yeah. Why would you ever mix ketchup and mustard to dip your fries in? No, it People says ketchup that. and mayonnaise. Okay. okay. Yeah. You said mustard. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Ketchup and ketchup, mayonnaise. Ketchup and mayonnaise. That's fucking throwback to seventh grade. I fully endorse that. Yeah, that's. I don't think classic. I've ever, ever done that. classic maneuver. Not, not that I don't understand it. I think I do, but I've never done it. Um, Popeye's, someone said the season. They said the season adds a layer of depth the rest don't have. I guess they meant the seasoning, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's fine. And they're nice and crispy too, normally. Uh, I I would agree, although does Popeyes have a drive-through? Yes, I guess it does, right? Mm-hmm. Although Probably I don't not think I, all of them. I don't think I've ever been to one with a drive-through, but I guess I guess they do. Okay, it's like is that is, should that even be on here? <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So, uh, surprising results. How many did Chick-fil-A have? I don't remember. Eight. Okay. So, pretty close. Next next closest one is Checkers with seven, and then Wendy's with six. Okay. uh, But Wendy's kind of surprised me. I'm like, Wendy's? Yeah. Who the fuck likes Wendy's fries? Those are always soggy to me. Yes. That's what I'm thinking, too. I'm thinking of Wendy's. I'm like, ugh. Those are... You want to bite into a fucking potato? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Wendy's. Exactly. I guess people like biting into potatoes. Um, all right. So we talked about this last week. Uh, we didn't make any of them or anything. I I made them very roughly. Now we can we can refine them after I get your input. Um, I made uh, surveys for the best burgers, the best shakes, slash desserts. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, here in the notes it says burgers slash sandwiches. I just said best burger. But maybe we want to change it. I don't know. And I just put burger survey. Which one has the best burger? It's the same list of fucking places. So, I mean, maybe we need to refine this. There should probably um, be Sonic is two. on this list, though. Yeah, Sonic doesn't have burgers? No, but I thought we didn't. If Sonic wasn't on the other list, right? Yeah, because it's not. It is. It. This is an exact copy of the last list. Oh, but they have, oh, Sonic doesn't have french fries. They have tater tots. They don't have french I fries? I think they have french fries. So nobody voted for Sonic? One person voted for Sonic. Oh, okay, okay. One main. We should definitely we should definitely <laughs> separate the burgers and the sandwiches, mm-hmm. because I would like to enter a place like Jimmy John's, but you would not compare a Jimmy John's sandwich to a Big Mac or anything. Yeah, no, that is absolutely. that is a true statement. Um, here's the other thing too. So last time we put a restriction, we said okay, it has to be a fast food restaurant with a drive-through, right? Mm-hmm. Do we want to? Keep that for any of these, like the burgers, the sandwiches, or the shakes or desserts. So what I would do is, instead of making a burger survey, a sandwich survey, and a whatever survey, 
I'd make one survey mm-hmm. that says the best Meal. best overall or best food and, have and then questions. say burgers, pick a drop down, tell us why. Sandwiches, non-burger, pick a drop down, here's why. Desserts, pick a drop down, here's why. That way we can aggregate, see all this data in a graph. And drive through or no drive through, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I think. Okay. I mean, just I think keep the, keep it at fast food. You know. Keep it at fast food. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll work on that. Um. So I'll do I'll do burger, sandwiches, and then what? Shakes. Oh, absolutely. Shakes. Sure. Yeah. Shakes desserts. or or just, or just desserts. desserts. Yeah. Okay. So we'd say so for the dessert one. Just so I'm clear. It would have a drop down, and you'd have a list of all the restaurants. Yeah, there are options. Yeah, sure. And then yeah, explanation. Yeah, box and right? tell us what and why or something like that. Mm-hmm. Now I okay. agree with eliminating the drive-through qualification, which we still say it has to be like you order at a counter. Yeah. No one comes. You don't have a server. Yeah. Right. I mean, so like for instance, Five Guys is now on the table, right? Yes. Fuddruckers is on the table. Yes? Sure. No? You're sure. Yeah. Okay. I'll allow it. You'll allow it. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. Well we'll get this uh we'll get this built then and uh get it posted on the site. I think I'll put it on Facebook too. Might as well. And uh we'll go from there. Yep. Yeah. All right, cool. So you guys have anything else for that? Uh, not for that. No. Okay. So I I saw a couple randomly. I saw a couple of videos on Facebook regarding secret menu items on fast food restaurant from fast food restaurants, right? So I'd heard of this before, but I was you know didn't really look into it that much. So I watched a couple of videos. I took some notes on it. This guy he went to. Arby's and he went to Taco Bell. Okay. Um, I'll just talk about these briefly. And then I, I linked to a thing where they have 11, you know, it has 11 secret fast food menu items you need to try, blah, blah, blah. But Arby's. Okay. So Arby's, they had the double meat Reuben. All right. Mm-hmm. The guy said it was amazing. He gave it a three out of four. Next, they had a BLT. So just what you think a BLT is, that's what it was. He gave it a three out of four. He said it was quite good. The bacon, he said, was amazing. Okay. Next, <laughs> this is definitely the one we need to try. Meat Mountain. Mm-hmm. I knew you going to say that. Meat fucking Mountain. That's the picture here. Yeah. Yeah, it looks fucking stupid. Yes. it It looks stupid because it is stupid. Um, but it also looks amazing. How much does something like this cost? I have no idea. $17. Probably. I'd pay, pay it. Yes. <laughs> um, so, I mean, this has everything on it. Fried chicken, bacon, roast beef, blah, blah. Fried everything. chicken? Where does yeah. Arby's get fried chicken? I don't know, but it's there on the bottom. I don't know if it's like a chicken tender or I think it's a chicken tender. Jesus Christ. So there's the only thing that the guy thought was a little odd. But he still gave it four out of four. He's like, this is still an amazing sandwich, whatever. It's served cold. Not hot. Huh. Yeah. But he still said it was amazing. Four out of four. 
he ended up putting some Arby's sauce and some horsey sauce on it. Yeah. And he's Killer. like, it's amazing. Can you see that notch kicked up? Mm-hmm. Um, next up is Taco Bell. Okay. So these are like just kind of basically creations. But so first one, which I love the name, an Enchirito. <laughs> that's that's a thing, isn't that it? That is a thing. I think it is a thing. No, but they, it's oh. a thing they had before. Um, you know, it could be. It could be. It, you know what it looks like to me? It looks like so they have something called like a smothered burrito or something. Yeah, yeah. It, that's, that's basically that's basically what this is. Mm-hmm. So it says black bean. It's a black bean burrito with chicken, with cheese, with onions, smothered in melted cheese and red sauce. Okay, you said it was great. Four out of five. Next is something called an Incredible Hulk. It's not as awesome as it sounds. Sounds like it has a lot of guacamole in it. I'm also curious. That's what it is. Why he's changing his scale from maximum score of four to maximum score of five? Yeah, I wasn't. I didn't appreciate that either, to be honest. Um, but he's rating it based on the name of the place. So, like, or the place. So, like Arby's, he's like, I gave it three out of four cowboy hats. Oh, okay. I see. And here at Taco Bell, he's like, I gave it four out of five Diablo sauce packets. You it's know, dumb. it's like, all right, great. Whatever. It's funny, man. but it's dumb. Yeah, it's stupid. Why didn't you do three out of four sauce packs? You know, whatever. Yeah. It doesn't matter. But yeah. So the Incredible Hulk is a five layer burrito. All remove, the layers are guacamole. <laughs> remove the sour cream, add guacamole. He was like, I don't understand this. <laughs> he's like, He's like, personally, he's like, I get that people like guacamole, I guess. He's like, guacamole's okay. I don't love it. He's like, why would you take out the sour cream? That's the best part. He's like, why not just add the guacamole? But whatever. So he only gave that 1.5 out of 5. He's like, eh. Yeah. Next up, though, he gave this a 5 out of 5. The Superman. A cheesy double beef burrito. Extra potatoes, sour cream, guac, and crispy tortilla shells in it. So that's like those little red spicy things Mm -hmm. that they put in there. Sounds pretty good. Yeah. He said it was, he's like, oh, this is amazing. It looked good. So. And they'll make that for you? Apparently so. Why do secret menus exist? Good How question. else would you share things on social media, James? I mean, now that might be why they do it. Like, what the fuck does Starbucks have a secret menu for? <laughs> you know? Or I mean, I don't know if this is actually secret shit or if it's just like, yeah, you just ask them for to make this. And they're like, okay. <laughs> I think it must be like a retired thing, like like something they made. Like, remember that thing that they had at... Um, like there's a button for it, but it's the K- <laughs> at KFC they had the thing that the, the dos manos or whatever. No, the triple triple down, double down. So double down. Yeah, so they mm-hmm. had the double down. That was a thing for a while. Now there's a secret menu item called the triple down, which is looks like a double down on crack. You know? Oh, so I maybe, didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at it right now on the hack the menu website. <laughs> they just give you like way. three chicken tenders oh, okay. yeah. and you put them together yourself and just eat them all at the same time. Uh, no, and then they have something here. They have something called poutine. Which yeah. obviously that must be like from KFCs in in Canada or something, you know. Like maybe it's just a stuff that's everywhere, and every store can make it, but it's not popular in certain markets. So whatever, you know. Like the Meat Mountain sounds like something that Arby's already made before. That they had that thing called Mount 
Roast Beef Mountain or something like that. Evan, do you remember it came out a little while ago? And it was like a little bit of everything. It didn't have chicken on it, but it had like everything else on it. it had pork belly. Um, yeah, I don't remember what beef. it was called, but yes, yeah, I, I don't remember. remember. It had turkey, and it was like huge. So, I don't know. Hmm. I'm just confused by the whole why these exist, why secret menus exist in the first place. Dude, there's something on this menu. So, I mean, not that this is anything really special. It's just Burger King's Suicide Burger. Yeah. Do you it's see the things all stacker. in Russian? Yeah. <laughs> It's like a quad stacker. It's like four beef patties, four slices of cheese with bacon and special sauce. All right. Sounds looks, great. Looks does so sound great. Boring. KFC's triple down is here. McDonald's land, sea, and air burger. Yeah. <laughs> that just looks disgusting. Oh, I'm just getting that. that. See, I think is it a secret menu item should be something that you can order and they prepare for you. But if you just order like a quarter pounder, a fish sandwich, and some chicken nuggets or something and put them together yourself, that doesn't count. I agree. Yeah. Wendy's meat cube. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all it is is the same thing as the, the Burger King one. It's, four, it's a full pound of hamburger patties. And because Wendy's things are always square, yeah. it's like a cube. Yeah. This other thing looks good to me, man. I want to get this right now. It's the five five guys double fried, double grilled cheeseburger. Yeah, it's it, a grilled cheese with burger patties in it. That looks that and sounds, sounds great. great. Yeah. Yeah. Are we all going to five guys after the show? I think so. I think that's <laughs> gotta be the plan. Oh man. What about this uh Shake Shack's peanut butter and bacon shack burger? Oh come on. Gross. Stop playing games with me. That sounds stupid. They have the Incredible Hulk here. Sonic's Purple Sprite. Mixing it with lemonade, Powerade, and cranberry juice. Hmm. All right. Sounds like something James would make and be like, ugh. Yeah. (laughs) Bleh. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. Secret menu items. So, if you guys didn't know, now you know. Uh... Check it out. Yep. I have one thing to talk about in this section. Please. Something I was very hyped about, as was most of the rest of the country. Uh, the return of Szechuan sauce. Ugh. Szechuan sauce right here. Yeah. Big you hype. got one? <laughs> Big fucking letdown. Really? This stuff's gross. Yeah. It does not taste good. You know what? I thought to myself. Is that sauce readily available now? Or yeah, it's back. So I can go to McDonald's right now and they'll just have it. Yeah, yeah. I thought that the people, everything I said, heard about it was like, it's not 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 like it used to be. I don't remember what it was, you know, during the Mulan release. So I I don't have any other reference. But this tastes like if you were to mix their sweet and sour sauce and barbecue sauce and then dump in like. An equal amount of soy sauce? That's what this tastes like to me. It's <laughs> not good. Soy sauce makes it Asian. Yeah, yeah. It's not good. Like mm. anything and what other sauces do they have? They have sweet and sour and barbecue, obviously. Do they have honey mustard? Yeah. Because if they do, so. I need to go back and try that. They have honey I mustard. I like the hot mustard myself. That's okay. also very good. I have not tried that, so maybe I'll get some Nuggets and mustard sauces on my way back from Five Guys. Some assorted mustard. <laughs> Some yeah. assorted mustard sauces. Yeah, yeah. 
The hot um, mustard is, is is actually probably to me the best sauce they have. Yeah, I mean the barbecue yeah. one's good too if you want to go that direction. Barbecue is so basic though. I mean it's but, good, but it's but I mean yeah, the sweet I, I and sour is good too. But the is, hot mustard yeah, is definitive. It's like yeah, that's I like mean that's the, the only one I ever sauce. that's the only one I ever get. When I yeah, go that, that to me is the most special sauce they have because it's like everything else is like basic, basic. I mean, basic, I'll even take that and like hot mustard. Dunk, nice. dunk a burger in it, you know? As I'm I eating totally, a burger. Yeah, I totally get that. Yeah, yeah. That's Apparently, great. I'm missing out. I don't ever know remember. Having hot mustard sauce in McDonald's, huh? It's a so, very rare sauce that people never get. Normally, that normally is true. When I Actually, get nuggets, I, I ask them that they're like, "Uh, let me see." You know, I'm like, yeah. "What the fuck?" <laughs> like, they have it, but they just people don't get it. People get sweet and sour or barbecue. Yeah. Um, for a time though, they didn't have it. Like I was going there, and they had all these crazy ass sauces, and they eliminated that one at the same time. Like they didn't had they like, used oh, a ranch. You- yeah, they had ranch. I mean, well, I don't know if it was part of this craziness, but they had ranch. And when I went there, they're like, "Oh, we have buffalo sauce, and we have this, and we have that, and all this mm-hmm. other shit." That's weird. And I was like, and I tried a couple of those, and I was like, "Ugh." I was like, "What the fuck, man?" I was like, "Why the hell did they get rid of hot mustard?" I was like, "That's the best one." Like, <laughs> I was like, "I guess I'm the only asshole who thinks so." Me and James. <laughs> yeah. so, that's oh, all well. I had to say. Very disappointed. Session one sauce, huh? Well, yeah. now I have to try it. Now I have you to should, see what the You deal should is. try it and then agree and not bother anymore. Yeah. So, like Just, you, like you, I'll have to go to, I'll have to swing by McDonald's on my way back from Five Guys. <laughs> Just like the, uh, just like the Rick and Morty fan base, your intellect isn't high enough to understand the joys of the new Szechuan sauce. It's true. Only the Rick and Morty fans get it. You know, I was okay. watching that episode again, uh, yeah. just recently, and that bug guy is like, he's like, you said the sauce is for promoting a movie. He's like, this is amazing. <laughs> now, I will. Fucking I will also reference that episode. He was not eating McDonald's chicken nuggets with the sauce. He was clearly eating like uh, a sweet, bucket of sauce, sweet and sour chicken or sweet and sour pork. Those little fried nuggets from a Chinese takeout, huh? With the sauce, so maybe that changes it. Maybe I'll get some Chinese takeout. Sweet and sour chicken on my way back from Five Guys and McDonald's, and <laughs> and and dip it in this sauce before I throw it out. I feel like this is becoming a justification of fat. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That is exactly what I was going to say. Actually, yeah. <laughs> um, so the sauces that we're going for crazy amounts of money on eBay now is all that's all done. Obviously, uh, yeah. Because now it's readily available. I can walk down to the McDonald's and get it right now. Yep. That's crazy. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> that's right. Okay. So uh, I came across this, and I was I just saw it, I think, on Facebook, and I was like, oh, God. So only reason I wanted to talk about it, really, I mean, it's, it is horrible and a travesty and blah, blah, blah. But it reminds me of... So many episodes of so you guys know Modern Marvels, right? On the History Channel, yeah. Mm-hmm. So one of their within the series of Modern Marvels, they have a series called Engineering Disasters, right? Where something goes wrong, like the Tacoma the Tacoma Narrows Bridge, in fucking you know Washington State was all screwed up. Or uh, I remember one was a, a pedestrian bridge at a hotel, right? Like, like the hotel had just opened. And they were having like a party, like kind of like in the main lobby, and 
whatever this pedestrian bridge would like it collapsed right and all these people died and blah 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 it's like in the you know i think early 80s or something so this kind of reminded me of that this is a pedestrian bridge that was going over a roadway in uh florida uh it says near florida international university which sounds odd but uh it says at least eight cars were crushed under the bridge and at least nine people were transported to hospitals for treatment. Um, I was like, whoa, this is bad. <laughs> you know? Like, they just opened this thing, and it... Like, they just built it, they just opened it, and it freaking collapsed. Yeah, but nobody was... I mean, it doesn't look like it was opened. It looks like both sides of it that led to nowhere. It led somewhere. Hmm. I mean, people were on it, so... Look at the video of it. The video shows that it looks like it was tied tied off for construction. Just look at the video on CNN. Oh, okay. Maybe there was no one on it. Yeah. Okay. It was like between it, parking garages or something. It was like, like or, it was or, between two oh, empty yeah, lots. I see. Oh, it's to go between two things. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It says four people died though. So I guess they were in their cars or there were just yeah. pedestrians on the ground. I don't know. But yeah, man, that's oh, fucking God. nuts. Can you imagine? You're stuck in there. It's like, goosh. What the fuck? Jet fuel doesn't melt steel beams. Inside <laughs> no, no. job. Exactly. Oh, here we go. Here we fucking go. <laughs> Michael's like, all right, all right, all right, all right. Let me get my popcorn in. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, man, this is fucking nuts. So, of course, I put here as my, my title this, someone's going to jail. <laughs> so, yeah, they, they, of course, they're going to investigate this and see what the hell happened, you know? And they're going to be like, oh yeah, the contractor didn't uh, didn't make it to the specs or whatever, or you know, if it's something like that, then this yeah, is bad. stuff doesn't just collapse. Yeah, this know. is bad, you know. Like that happened to like I don't forget if it was the Thunderdome or one of those fucking things. Oh, Thunderdome is that even a thing? Um, <laughs> yeah, Mad Max and the Thunderdome. Yeah, yeah okay, not the Thunderdome, but some some fucking domed, uh, you know, sports place. Was it called Stadium? Sure, a stadium. There you go. Um, with like a retractable roof or something. Mm-hmm. Like, luckily, no one was there, but it just collapsed one day. Like, coach. You know, that was another one. So, just lucky that no one was there um, for that. So, all right. Next up, I just have the link to the uh, descent. We talked about this before. This is the Star Trek episode with Data. Or, I'm sorry, with Stephen Hawking. Um,. Now this is kind of interesting. The uh so I'm sure you guys know or have kind of heard that there's two astronauts who are identical twins. Yes. Uh so NASA's been taking this opportunity to do a study cuz one of them went up to the International Space Station for at least a year or something. Mhm. Apparently his genes are not exactly the same as his identical twin who remained here on Earth. His anymore. telomeres grew. I have no idea. Yep. You're hearing a lot of beeping. Or something. You're uh-huh. a lot of beeping. Some microwave. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, so background radiation. You know, it's called Hawking radiation. Actually, no, I'm kidding. Uh- um, <laughs> no. <laughs> really? No. Well, that's from a black hole, but that that is a thing. But that's from a black hole. Um. It's like space genes. <laughs> uh, His chromosome lengthened. 
I believe it's the the telomeres on the end of his chromosomes got longer, or rather got shorter, slower. If anyone doesn't already realize this by now, I don't know what you're doing with your life, but telomere length on the end of your chromosomes is what uh, actually contributes to aging. So I thought I was going to say is what makes time travel possible. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, all right. So is he going to live longer or, or, or or less longer, longer? Yeah. In theory, when human beings reach space, we'll live longer. Thank you for selling me that. I got it. I will. You will live longer. However, you will suffer greatly from, uh, muscular atrophy. You're from everything because space <laughs> wants to kill you. That's true. Much hmm. greater risk of suffocation. <laughs> yeah. 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 So interesting. Read about it. Link link in the show notes here. Um, next up, I, I, I didn't know this was a thing. So you guys remember there used to be Windows RT? Yeah. Yeah. So it's back. Ugh. But it's not called RT. It's Windows 10S. It is. Is sort of uh huh. Um, it's just called Windows on ARM. Okay. Um, so they're shipping computers now that come with Windows 10 S, but you can upgrade it to Windows 10 Pro. Um, here's the deal if you're running Windows 10 S, here's the thing that makes it special you're running Windows 10 S on one of these devices. You can download applications from the Microsoft Store, even if they're only made for x86, and they'll still run on this device. Mm, nice. If you do, if you upgrade it to Windows 10 Pro, you can run any arbitrary program you want as long as it's x86 on the device. Nice. Doesn't have to be from the store. That's pretty good. Yeah, and and at least when they wrote this article, um, upgrading to Windows 10 Pro was like I guess they were just giving it away. It's like it's freely upgradable from Windows RT from Windows 10 S, which is free. It, it looks like it. Yeah, really. Windows 10 S is not free. Windows no these these you know devices running ARM come with that yeah, version of Windows on them. Yeah, either way you have to pay for Windows. Why would you put Windows Pro on a shitty-ass ARM processor anyway? Well, I don't know how good or not good these are in terms of performance, um, but they offer 22 hours of battery life or 30 days of standby. They have gigabit LTE. One use of Word per month (laughs) without crashing. Gigabit LTE. Um... And supposedly they can move seamlessly between LTE and Wi-Fi. Okay. So here they're they're showing two devices. One's from HP and the other one's from Asus. Um. So yeah, I was just like, ooh, this is amazing. So they basically they have an emulator running on these things to run... Um, these x86 programs, but get this, it's a, it runs on a just in time basis, converting blocks of x86 code to equivalent blocks of arm code. The conversion is cached both in memory and on disc. 
And it says, moreover, system libraries, the various DLLs, are all native ARM code, including the libraries loaded by x86 programs. Huh. Smart-ass computers. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about that. It says processor-intensive applications are li liable to suffer from significant performance hits. Uh, Photoshop will work in the emulator, but it won't be very fast. Applications that spend a substantial amount of time waiting around for the user, such as Word, should perform with adequate performance. So that means you're going to run my <laughs> shit. Yeah, exactly. So, like, every time they say, we've made this revolutionary thing that's going to make your life so much easier, it's called Celeron. We've made this revolutionary <laughs> thing that's going to make your life so much easier, it's called whatever. Like, like, every time they make one of these things, we always pay the price. Core 2 solo. Yeah, exactly. You're like, oh, this is going to be great. <laughs> then you get it home, and after a month, you're like, kill me, 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 kill me. You know, they're always well, bad. There's a there's always a trade off, right? So why would you get one of these? Right? Usability versus uh I don't know, being a douche with a laptop in your bag that's super tiny. I don't know why you'd want this. Maybe it's you're not, a journalism student. Maybe it's not super tiny. Um at twenty two well, hours of battery life or thirty days of standby. How much battery life does your freaking laptop have? Like two hours? I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah, but I mean, how many times? I guess if you go in Iraq or something and you're going to be away from power for a long period of time, maybe. Iraq. Or in space. Dun, dun, dun. I mean, <laughs> wherever. If you're going somewhere, you're going to be you're gonna be without power. Okay. Otherwise, I don't see a purpose for this. It's just a slow-ass laptop. It's a slow, cheap laptop. That's all it is. Oh, who said anything about cheap? <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. Are you serious? These things are pricey. Oh I don't know God. how much they cost. Tell but... Microsoft to go fuck itself. I don't know how much they cost. It looks cheap. But... Cheap. Yeah, I don't know if they're cheap. <laughs> uh, let's see. HP NV X2. Let's see. That's probably like 600 bucks. Uh, A thousand. No, oh, there we go. And it's out of stock. <clears throat> At least from HP.com. Yeah, it's that's, running a Qualcomm way... Snapdragon processor. Come on, come on. That's way too much money for that. Now, this one only has 4 gigs of RAM and a 128 gig storage. Beat it, yo, beat but it. they can come with 8 gigs and 256 also. Better come with a better processor. Ooh. I mean, it's like the same one that's in your phone. Yeah, that's my phone. My your phone, phone works great. It's a supercomputer. My phone works great. Whatever I don't want my... Of like snapping your phone into a laptop where it just had like a keyboard and extended battery for your phone and a screen. Yeah, and they tried doing that like, what, six, seven years ago? Yeah, Something I think like Android that. happened to that. Although maybe it would work better now because the phones are better. I don't know. But... Yeah, but I think it's different than before. Like people, I don't know, people are, the stuff people is doing with phones is different now. I don't know why. You would think that would start up again, right? Like back when Windows CE was a thing, people were plugging Windows CE devices into fucking expandable keyboards and using them like PCs mm -hmm. or trying to. And these machines can do it. I don't know why it's, it hasn't picked up and become a thing again. Maybe people, maybe they want people don't want to carry an extra keyboard. I don't know. It's a good question. I never thought about that, but it's a good question. I mean, why the screen's too small. Yeah, why wouldn't you just have a dock thing for your phone? Yeah, or like you know, a laptop, but it's empty. 
right? Yeah. And then your phone is the brain. It's true. Huh. Some something maybe we'll start that business. That's how mm-hmm. we'll fund our fucking Compound. West Virginia farm. Mm-hmm. Compound, James. Compound. Yeah. That's actually a really good idea. We'll come up with some good uh, media and uh, advertising. And then we'll take it to Kickstarter, money grab, and then go buy a farm. That's right. And never produce a product. Yep. Chimney, mm. man. Hmm, I'm into that. I kind I'm of into am. a little per- purloining of, of funds. <laughs> yeah. A That's a word I've literally never heard in my entire life. Purloin? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's well, you just learned a $50 word, my man. You can keep yep. that one. Thank you. That's a, You know what word I heard today, and I, I never get a chance to use it? Lugubrious. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean, Michael? Looking or sounding sad and dismal. Oh, my God. Lugubrious. Lugubrious. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds you, how it's uh, how what it means. <laughs> it's like, did your mom give you that compliment over her morning coffee? Yes, yeah, she gave me a lugubrious comment. You know, um, uh, Mike, you're looking dismal today. <laughs> by the way, Mike's mom has discovered uh, Facebook Messenger. <laughs> nice. <laughs> She's rediscovered Facebook Messenger and sends me a message every day. <laughs> Is it like, hey, how are you doing? Or is no. it like a... Uh, <laughs> it's, it's the kind of stuff moms send on fucking Instagram. Well, what do you think she sends to me all fucking day? I'm sure. Block, Block I'm remove. Sure. So I was talking to the guys at work about this, and and Sam was like, you know what we need? We need to make a Reddit called Old Lady Memes. He's like, post all of her stuff up there. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> so he made a subreddit called Old Lady Memes for posting stuff like that. Awesome. Yeah, so Dude. I haven't started putting it in there, but it's also because Yesenia's mom does the same exact thing. She sends all these weird, random, weird, strange things to me, like "Oh, air conditioning slowly killing people." You know what I mean? It's like a like a weird, a weird conspiracy theory type video about something. I don't think you know? my mom usually sends stuff like that. Your mom doesn't send stuff like that. She doesn't. Your mom sends stuff like, "Did you know that?" You know that kind of stuff. You know, my mom will put that on my timeline. She does not message me. Oh yeah, I, I get that sometimes too, but yeah, that's well, that's rarer now. Thank God, my mom does not use the fucking internet. <laughs> she's stuck in 1958. I mean, she's just typing. She's t- using her computer to type and shit and sending emails. That's all she does. Thank God. She had it, Facebook for a while and got very frustrated with like all the harassment and weird stuff on it, and she stopped using it. So I'm glad. Hmm. All right, all right. Last thing from me here is. So I actually wanted to talk about this earlier, but I didn't know where else to put it. So I just put. Oh my here. god, this thing! I heard about this. I wanted to talk about this week, and I forgot about it. Go ahead. So <clears throat> this company, which is a startup, uh, they want to preserve your brain so that it could be uploaded into a computer, right? So it says. So their name is. How do you say this name? I don't even know. Connectome. Nectome? Nectome, yeah. Nectome? Nectome? Nectome. Nectome. Is a preserve your brain and upload it company. Its chemical solution can keep a body intact for hundreds of years, maybe thousands, as a statue of frozen glass. 
The idea is that someday in the future, scientists will scan your bricked brain and turn it into a computer simulation. That way, someone a lot like you, though not exactly you, will smell the flowers again in a data server somewhere. Hey, she's wearing a shirt for that article we were talking about. That's extremely random. Oh, city paper? Yeah. That's like the most random thing ever. You're wearing a shirt from an article. We're I'll tell you, I'll tell you what that is, gentlemen. That's God's plan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. Go um, ahead, Michael. So it says, so that way someone a lot like you, though not exactly you, will smell the flowers again in a data ser- server somewhere, a data center somewhere, whatever. The story has a grisly twist, though. They say for this procedure to work, it's essential that the brain be, be fresh. Fresh brains. <laughs> All right? Yeah, like well. a zombie. The company says its plan is to connect people with terminal illnesses to a heart-lung machine in order to pump its mix of scientific and balming chemicals into the big carotid arteries in their necks while they are still alive, though under general anesthesia. So basically, you're gonna sign up for this and be like, "All right, kill me," you know. But they're gonna kill you in the way so you can be preserved. It's gonna to be totally painless too. I'm sure. <laughs> oh, I know. it'll all yeah. work out perfectly in the end. Yeah, it's probably they'll probably give you a general an- anesthetic. Don't worry, you're you won't feel anything in your arm. This <laughs> mm-hmm. hot burning fluid going through your body, killing you slowly, will be like like nothing. Yes. I think it's silly. Like the whole thing about cryogenically freezing yourself with a terminal illness because they'll have a cure in the future. And, you know, 20 years later, 25 years later, people are like, hey, what about those frozen people? Be like, mm, we don't care. The thing You're going to have your company... brain downloaded into glass. And then in 100 years, when they have the capability to simulate this, they'll be like, hey, what about those guys? Be like, what are we talking about? It, it, it's the, the thing is. Is this company going to be around in 100 years? No. Were you going to say it's going to be the Bobaverse? No. Or, or it'll be the Bobaverse, yeah. That's we my own fear. You now. <laughs> my fear is because there's no oh, right, yeah. there's no exactly. rights. Like, once you become, a, like, let's say this does happen and you become a, some kind of digital person, you're going to reside on some server somewhere. It's not like the government or there's some free open server for you to be on. You know, you won't have any rights. You'll no be one owns person. the internet, man. <laughs> you could become a mantelpiece. <laughs> Like give I, your I, kids your. I glass. thought you said I thought you said a mental piece. <laughs> oh no! I was like, whoa, bro! Like, oh, okay. Like altered carbon is the best case scenario for this technology. It's the best case scenario, which is a worst case scenario, but it is the best case. I mean, I, 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 I'll be honest with you. I don't want to die, and I would love to be uploaded into the web or something like that. But this. This ain't there yet. <laughs> this is nowhere near there. This is like this. I heard about this thing already. These guys don't know how this is going to work. They're like, we're going to use nanometer level scans to make an exact copy of everything and upload you into the thing. But they're like, but they don't, what they're not saying is, or they are saying, but not in a direct way. They don't know how to do that. But they know, they, they had like, we're still learning how this technology will work. I mean, it's like Star Citizen. <laughs> like Star Citizen, we don't know how the salvaging mechanic will work, but that's a fucking video game, and I don't mind giving them a couple of years to figure it out. This is like, you know. Yeah. And, you, and, and that's another thing that no one ever talks about when they talk about this kind of stuff. 
you're a copy. You're not going to be you. I mean, you'll be you. You'll be you from the moment that you died. You know? But you're going to be... That That next person's going to be a copy. It's not like you're going to fucking pass out on the operating table then wake up inside this virtual... Well, some version of you will because your last memory will be sleep on going laying down on an operating table and you'll wake up in this virtual world because that's your last memory. But the reality is that thing that gets spawned into some server somewhere won't be you. It'll be a copy who has your memories. But do you care? If you can come to terms with the fact that if you ever come back, you will, you'll not be you, but you'll still have your memories. And like, you can still, you can pretend you're you. If you can deal with that, I don't think it's a problem for those people. So I'll be honest with you. I can, I know I can come to grips with it. I wouldn't care. You know, I think, I think more important, it would suck. But if I had to compare that to like never existing again, never being the me that I am in some kind of a way, then this of course would be better. You know, so you're like I'm not me, but now I'm immortal. Okay. Yeah, I'd be like, I'd be like, I'm still me, but now there's a new version of me. Yeah. You know, all my life and all my experiences and all the everything that made me who I am is going to carry over, even though this consciousness, this thing that it defines who I am in the flesh will no longer exist, and a new me will be born in a data center somewhere. I'd be fine with that, but I, my fear would be that whatever comes to pass, like my digital self will look back and hate the physical self for wanting to live forever because the, my digital self gets born into some kind of Bobaverse type situation where <laughs> you know he's a slave or property or something like that or doesn't have a dick you know, or can't bone chicks or whatever, you know, or he gets... He's like born in some Christian, some Christian website server, web server, where it's like, oh, only Christian activities here in this web server, you know, no butt stuff, you know, <laughs> or whatever the case may be. Like you never can tell what the future will will be, you know. I don't know. Is it worth the risk? I don't know. It's I guess it's up to you. You have to decide whether it's worth it. But I think I think a lot of people are jumping into this because they're like, oh, I don't want to be, I don't want to be, uh, I don't want to die. I don't, don't want to be dead. Yeah. And everything, everything dies, sadly. It's 100%. Life is 100% fatal. <laughs> you know? 100%. Yeah, everyone's survival rate is zero. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like uh, we were, I was having this discussion the other day, too. So when you get transported, like in Star Trek, is that you? Hell, fucking no. It's a fucking copy. So what happened to the original you? Fucking got broken down and killed. You rejoined the universe. So, all right. So here's the thing, right? So, in uh, a lot nine times out of ten, when they're doing transporter crap, they're beaming from one transporter pad to the other, right? Mm-hmm. But they can also do from transporter pad to a not transporter pad, right? Mm-hmm. Or they could do from a not transporter pad to a not transporter pad. Right, site to site transport. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So I get okay if it's transporter pad to transporter pad. Okay, they read you, they disassemble you, and then they send the information to the other one, and you're assembled which, over there. Which ain't you, right? When it's site to site though, or transporter pad to not transporter pad, they have to send the atoms there too. How the hell would that work? So is that you? 
None of it's you. None of it's you. How do they reassemble you down there on the 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 planet surface? Using the same magic black box they do anything with in this fucking TV shows. (laughs) I mean, it doesn't like it doesn't matter if you get transported. What they don't say, and I'll bet you, if somebody like. There's a book I read where they're talking about transporters. And they're like, oh, yeah, when you get transported, you come back and you're healthy. <laughs> and that made me think. I was just like, I was like, oh, yeah, you're healthy because you're fucking, it's a new you. And the thing that gets transported out is, like, not you. And there's another book I read where they said. Yeah, can you be young forever this way, too? Well, yeah, exactly. And so this this book called The Undying Mercenary Series by, as far as I'm concerned, the father of space combat. uh <laughs> Like, he's the father of, like, space books. Uh, I'm horrible. I don't remember his name. Um, but anyway, this guy, he... Uh, Werner Vinge. No, no, it's like Neil something or other. Neil Gaiman? Not Neil Gaiman. Definitely not Neil Gaiman. Not Neil Stevenson. I can't remember his name. Um, it'll come to me at some point. But Jerry anyway, Cornell. Stop. No. So, basically, in the Undying Mercenary series... They take a like a DNA. They take a blueprint of your body when you start working there. Then they have a thing, a risk planted thing that uploads your neurostate and copy of your brain patterns and your memories or your brain patterns up to a server, like every few minutes, like every five minutes or something. It's uploading, you know. So if you died in combat, they would take that latest state data mm-hmm. and then re-put that in the body that they had on file. So what happens is you'd have these people that are like 60 years old inside a body that was from their first time when they first enlisted in the military in in an 18-year-old's body, you know, which is great, but when you got killed, that you died. You know? Like, Mm. he he ain't coming back. He's dead. Now, they they kind of touch on it in the book a couple times, but the the character's like, I'm uncomfortable thinking about it, and I don't want to go down that road, you know? But that's the fact. Like, you're fucking dead. Like, there's no, ain't no nothing. You know, you're dead, you know? So, and the same thing with transport. They beam your ass up. They take, they're sending information, and they're recreating that information. You know? They're not like... Well, they convert. I don't know, man. Whatever. I mean, what it's, I would a, it's say, a TV show, so whatever. Yeah, right, what right. I would say is they use the uncertainty principle to open up a wormhole in point A and point B, and then send you to and you walk through the wormhole. That'd be the transporter I'd want to use because at least then, what comes out is what went in. You know, it's it's sight to sight. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. I think I said that right. Einstein's uncertainty principles. That Are you thinking of B.V. Larson? B.V. Larson. That's the guy I'm thinking of, yeah. Okay. Yeah, B.V. Larson's great series of space. If you're into space fiction, space fiction and like combat, space combat and stuff like that, he's the fucking man. 100%. He's the man. Michael, we've he read did, a lot of Did he do him. the Honor Harrington series? No, or he did is... not. Oh, okay. He, he did not. Um, he's done a bunch of books, though. He must have done like 40 or 50 space books. Um. Uh, You're thinking of an Einstein Rosen bridge. Is that what I'm thinking of? Yeah. yeah I mean, he said wormhole, same thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that, does that uh, have anything to do with the uncertainty principle that James mentioned? No, I don't think so. I think I just said that. No. <clears throat> I love Evan's face. Evan's lips were like curled up. He's like, idiot. No. Now, they do. <laughs> now, James, the reason you probably said that is because with the transporters. In Star Trek, they have something called the Heisenberg Compensators, 
Yeah, I know. Right? That. Yeah. And what are those for? That's to catch your your uh, pattern, right? Uh, I don't know exactly what they do, to be honest, but it has to do with the Heisenberg uncertainty principle, right? Oh, okay. So. so I made it up. I took two things that I didn't understand and pushed them together and made up a new thing. Yes. See, just I'm like, Isaac Newton. Just like Isaac Newton <laughs> yeah. did. The whole now, show goes back now in Now we have 300 years of math to compensate and make the numbers work for James's theory. There you go. Hmm. And you physics know, is born anew. You know, both you guys, I don't think I like your tone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, go kill yourself and then live forever in a simulation. That's right. Maybe I will. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, okay. What somebody has to do is make an off-planet data center that's completely self self You know, it's funny you say that. Uh We've been talking about that at work, kind of in jest, but like they're like, "Well, we need to we need to back up our data offsite." It's like, uh, "Yeah, we need to go to you know go to the other side of the. We need to be in California, you know." I'm like, "Well, what if something happens to the U.S.? What needs to be in China?" I'm like, "Well, what if something happens to the Earth? Our data needs to be on the moon." I mean, <laughs> I mean, come on, man, yeah, you know, true. like, like then what? I was like, "Well, if the Earth gets destroyed, I think we got bigger problems, you know." But yeah, then nobody, the financial nobody data. cares about Noah's data. Yeah. Nobody cares about your timesheet from last year. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. But yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Like, yeah, my data's backed up to the moon, bitch. Woo! You know, well, no, like, I think okay. I think once <laughs> we're gonna come to a point when you're gonna want absolute one hundred someone's gonna want absolute one hundred percent hack proof, foolproof storage. You know, maintained super off site where it can only be accessed and In where the like, ocean, bro. No. Where you have well that could be a place too. A place where you have absolute control over the data, and ideally, like if you had like some kind of a uh, a society of people who are up whose pat whose brain patterns were uploaded into a to a uh, into a solution, and you drank it, <laughs> no, into a simulation. <laughs> okay, you had their brains uploaded into a simulation. Then I feel like you'd have to have that somewhere where no one could ever fuck with it, you know, and it would just run forever. Which I don't know if it's possible, but you know. So they talk about that in a book series that I'm not sure how far along you got in the book series. Yeah, that's what they did. Um, I was going to mention that too, but I was like, it's a little different. But yeah, Star Carrier. Yeah, the Star Carrier series. Yeah, they're they're running. Apparently, their whole civilization has been uploaded into a simulation that's running. The circuitry is part of the planet itself. Yeah, and it's all massively redundant. So it's like, all right, this hill over here has enough circuitry and everything and storage and everything to run to run the entire for the whole civilization. And then the rest of the planet everything's just redundant after that. Which is nuts. Dude, I was reading that I was like, "What?" And it like, runs super oh. slow. Yeah, it so runs super people, slow, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, for them everything's running fine, but their time scale is like 7 times or 10 times or 100 times slower than our time scale. So what would be, you know, a millennia for us would be like eight or nine millennia for them, which is a great, I mean, that's, that's as close to living forever as a person can get, honestly. I think it's the other way around. What, is hyper sped up? No, one millennia for us would be, you know, five minutes for them. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah. Or whatever, you know, or 100 years, or whatever, whatever the fuck, I don't know. But yeah. It's like that one planet they found in uh, the Orville. Oh? The, Mike, did you, you've watched all the Orville episodes? I have not. I think you, you said you saw all but like the last three or something. That is a correct statement. Okay. Maybe it was in there, but they they came across a planet that would essentially go out of phase every 14 minutes and or no every maybe it was like 36 hours or something and when it came back like it was like 100 400 years, later. years uh, on the planet had passed uh, it's, it's a rem- reminiscent of a star trek voyager episode do tell i don't remember that one i'd like they, to watch it again they get to a planet where it's like they're like what is they're like what is this like the planet's like like they can't understand like what they're looking at. They're like it's like looks like it's sped up or they're like, We don't know what we're looking at. And it turns out time on the planet down there happens like like they you know what they, they end up doing? They end up beaming the doctor down there. <coughs> oh yeah. And like they're like, All right, seven seconds, right? They're like one, two. But then something fucks up and they they have to they and it ends up being like twenty seconds or something. They beam him back. He's like, I was there for 35 years. <laughs> uh, like, you know, he's like, I have a wife. You know, like, it's like this whole crazy shit. It's like, what? Yeah, it was, it was nuts. Were they able to undo it somehow? Um, I mean, well, here's the problem. So they, they got into orbit around the planet and then they couldn't leave. Right. It was like uh. some kind of problem. And their, their presence was like causing earthquakes and shit on the planet. When they arrived, the planet was like almost like cavemen. Yeah. And then so but everything's so sped up. Yeah. They're gods. They're this, they're that. Yeah. They, they, everything gets so sped up. They're eventually like almost the same place that Voyager is in, in terms of technology. Like by the end of the episode. <laughs> so I guess the, the episode is called the blink of an eye. Sounds right. And, and I, f- I found it. I I uh, did a Google search for Star Trek Voyager Time Planet. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> perfect. Exactly. <laughs> and the Asian dude's in it. Harry. I'll say Harry Kim. No. Um, I don't remember his, his name, but he he plays the Asian guy on uh, Lost. Oh, yeah. So, I like him. Yeah. It's like Daniel Kim or Daniel Day Kim. or I think he's also on Hawaii Five-0, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he but, is. What do you uh, think of that Asian chick from Y Five O? Well, that's the same Asian chick from Battlestar Galactica. So, Is it? Oh, so I, li- yeah. I like her. Oh yeah, she can get it. <laughs> she's super. She's super slim in fucking Hawaii Five O though. But it's, it's Grace nice. Grace Park, I think. Yeah, it's it's very nice. I like that. As opposed to Linda Park from Star Trek Enterprise. Oh, Hoshi. Mm-hmm. Hoshi. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Hoshi. <laughs> Yeah, man. So, um, so yeah, Evan, I guess I have not seen that Orville episode. I was starting to think of the one where they found some ship and these guys didn't know they were on a ship. Yeah. They're like living in fields and shit. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Uh, yes. Yeah, I thought you meant that one for a, for a minute, but no, not that. No, that's okay. So two things. I'm going to send you guys a link. In, in our chat, because I started looking at uh, Star Trek Voyager, IMDb, got on Kate Mulgrew, and this is one of 
Kate Mulgrew's earlier movies, Remo Williams, The Adventure Begins, and officially officially Dead Cop is trained to become an extraordinary, unique assassin in the service of the U.S. president. Fucking great. Um, Yeah, this is a fucking, this is a real thing. This is like, this is this is one of my favorite movies. Yeah, are you serious? Not joking. I've seen it like three times. <laughs> okay. I don't know that I've ever seen this technically, yeah. but I know what it is. So yeah, I've seen it like four times. It's great. Three times. And uh, the second thing is the, Tremors. No, no, no. The link that um, James, I believe, sent to the group chat um, for the picture of Stephen Hawking and Einstein and Newton. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what's the first word in that article? Trek core. <laughs> yeah. Trek core. Yeah. What the fuck? I saw that and I thought about it and I was like, is this some kind of new metal? Exactly. <laughs> and you metal, right? Yeah. No, that's corn. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's been, it's been a long. <laughs> you know? it's like, oh, okay, cool. Go, go for it. <laughs> Trek core. Yeah. yeah. It's like Evan said, like nerd core, math yeah. core, whatever perfect. the fuck. Yeah. Trek yeah. core. There yeah. you go. Wow. That's funny. What's this website? Oh, Star Trek dot blog nuke dot com. Not nuke. It's clearly nook. Well, it's N O O K. Yeah. Nook. Blog nook. Nook. Okay, yeah. nook. Like, like blog a nook. nook. Okay, blog nook. Stop right. saying it. Blog nook. Blog nook. Blog n- nook. Okay, stop. Nook. You're having trouble. You're having trouble, and it's obvious. <laughs> nook if you buck. No. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> nook. Okay, all right. Well, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll take it. Okay, you're having trouble. <laughs> oh. I like it. Um, in Michael, that, in, in, Evan, yeah. you, you're a Trek fan. You need to come up with some Trek core. I will. In, in the same in the same vein of that Nook Nook, uh, there's someone I random person I found on Twitter. Or, I mean on Instagram. Their last name is Gluck or something. Yeah. And their their Twitter or their Instagram name is Gluck. If you no, what is it? Nuck if you Gluck. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is great. And of course, it's like the whitest girl ever. You know, I don't her. get it. There's a it's there's a nice. song that goes, Nuck if you buck. Yeah. Oh. There's a, a rap song that goes, Nuck if you buck. Right? And uh, so, yeah, it's from that. That's okay. It's a, it's a play on that. Um. Oh, Evan, I've just received a package. It's downstairs. Nice. I think you know what it is. I actually have no idea. Well, we discussed it the other night, and I hit go. Vitamins? Well, sort of. Okay. Yes, in the same vein. I believe this is Brando. the slow Thank mag. you for playing the pronoun oh, yes. game with us. What the fuck is it? Electrolytes. It's electrolytes. Good enough. Put, this, Sl- put, that, slow put mag. that one away. Slow mag. All right. Um, what do you got for us, James? Uh, so the Stephen Hawking tweet is down there just for anyone who wants to look at that. Um, we talked about it earlier. And the last thing is I was really, I, I was really, I really had a great time showing this off this week. So one of our favorite listeners made a website based upon the gag we talked about last week, 24hourlobsterbattle.net. And it's hilarious. Honestly, I watched it for like five hours on, on uh Tuesday or Monday, whenever he sent that over to us. 
and it's just hilarious. I showed all my coworkers. Everyone had a great time looking at it. They thought it was the most funniest thing they ever saw. Um, <laughs> it is. I pretty feel great. tremendously honored that somebody would go to this effort and make this, even if it's a it's a very simple site. I just find it awesome. So thank you very much, uh, Ed. And this is obviously it's awesome. You know, it's awesome. It's a 24 hour lobster battle.net. Yeah. It's a great gift. And I, I wanted to post that in the snow show notes. So anyone could check it out. They, anyone wanted to check it out. They could. Oh, I put this on Facebook already. I mean, Oh, nice. <laughs> good. Perfect. <laughs> Excellent. But, uh, and you guys should too. I think I, ta- I might've tagged you guys in it. I'm not sure though. Um, but if not, yeah, go ahead and just post it on Facebook. I mean, psh, the world needs to know about this. Obviously yeah. <laughs> we need to send all the traffic to, our friend's server. So uh-huh. yes. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that is that is just too good. That is too fucking good. Um, all right. Well, thank you for uh, mentioning that, James. I appreciate that. I don't. I can't believe I missed that. Um, but uh, yeah, appreciate it. Evan, you got anything for us? I don't. Okay. Well, anything else uh, before we head out, gentlemen? Nope. Okay. Well, everyone, thank you for listening to another episode of the IO panel. You can check us out at IOPanelPodcast.com. Questions, comments, suggestions, feedback at IOPanelPodcast.com. If you want to subscribe to our show, just search for IO panel on uh, anywhere you can grab a podcast. So iTunes, uh, Podcatcher, whatever. Doesn't matter. Google Play Music, anything you want. We're there. Um, check us out. All the links are also on our webpage. Links to the show notes are there. Uh, also links if you want to support the show. So we have a Patreon page. We have uh, Amazon affiliate link. That's just, you just click on that and then buy whatever you're going to buy on Amazon and we get a little little cut of that, probably like three three cents or something. I don't know what we get, but something we like get that. get a beak wet. Yeah, exactly. Um, we get a little taste, you know. So, um, <laughs> please help us out. It's much appreciated. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next time. <laughs>